Hey guys, uh, thank, thanks for coming by. Yeah, it's, it's nice that we can meet up in person now because, uh, you know, the virus de- was defeated in that uh, ultimate war. Um, yeah, c- come on in. Well, thanks a lot, Zane. I really appreciate it. <laughs> ah, always good to see you, Jeremy. Uh, yeah. uh, do you have like a sinus infection or like a... No, I just sound like this all the time. Oh, I'm sorry. It was rude of me to ask about your, your health. Um, Alexa, uh, code return to the past now. Hey guys, uh, welcome to my house party. Thanks for, thanks for stopping by. Oh, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's really great to get the crew back together again. Oh, it's always... Always fantastic. Uh, as you come in, please enjoy your complimentary uh, samurai sword and uh, cat ears. <laughs> um, oh, uh, I, I notice it's mostly meat dishes on the uh, on the table over here. You guys know I'm a vegetarian, right? Hmm? Oh, God. oh, I'm. You know, I forgot. I'm really sorry. I hope you're not. Y- y- you know what, Alexa? Code return to the past now. <laughs> okay, a little. Here we go. Some tofu. Hey guys, uh, thanks for coming to the party. Um, Ooh, thanks for having me, Zane. Really happy to be here. Yeah, it's great to get the crew back together again. Always, always a pleasure. How 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 have you been? Uh, you know, things kind of fell apart at the dojo. Yeah, you know, ever since Odd died, he, we really haven't uh, really haven't been this really hasn't been the same. We don't really like talking about the past much. Yeah, uh, nah, it's really sad to think about Odd. That I'm a little morose now, Alexa. <laughs> Hey guys, um, welcome to my uh, house party. Oh, oh excuse me. Oh, thanks I've for just, having us. I've just been up for a long time. Oh, you, you look really tired. Yeah, you do you know, know that we, we remember you doing this, right? Huh? Yeah, we were all part of the whole Return of the Past thing before I sold it to Alexa. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I was just trying not to make a big deal out of it because I thought it might turn out awkward. <laughs> okay, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. Code Lyoko. <laughs> I think a lot of those were really good. <laughs> I, I was just happy like, to do a Jeremy voice. I feel like this went over like a wet fart, <laughs> but I'm, glad, I'm so happy to be part they of always this. Feel, they actually always feel like that, <laughs> believe it or not. Yeah. And then through the magic of editing. And we have a lot of practice. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I'm very comfortable like just shooting the shit for a minute because uh, I would like to actually meet you in a more substantive way than let's talk about a cartoon. So uh, if you're comfy with that, then oh. I'd like to at least say hi and, you know, ask how you know us and ask where you're from and, and kind of stuff like that. Yes, yes, yes of course. Because you, um, you appeared on other podcasts, right? Uh, you, you went on, um, what's his faces? So for uh, uh, fair share with Mr. Nathan Capister. Okay. Yeah. And, and, you there's also like um you you're a master mixologist what's going on in the in your room there that the with the discs and stuff is that just like a hobby or yeah i got into tapes which then led me into vaporwave which then led into mini discs (laughs) (laughs) it's it's becoming a hobby that fast gets out of hand yes 
Ah. I almost I almost got back into Bionicle because I mentioned the movie <laughs> that you built. Bionicle, guys. man. We got to do Bionicle no, at some point. Nothing has reminded me of Bionicle more than Code Lyoko has. I'll tell you that that's, for free. That's true. It's just that same era, right? Oh, uh, yeah. That was right in the middle of the second wave of Bionicle. Look at these. Whoa. That's sick. Song matching. Song machine murders. The gorillas they put out oh. this past year. Oh, sick. Really? Yeah. Huh. Oh. Strange. And the tapes are all color-coded. Color-coded really for what? well put together. For your pleasure. Yeah. But like, what do the what do the colors code as? Like, are they uh, like resistors where each color means a different ohms? No, they're just radical. Uh, then each, I mean, they look nice, and each tape is centered around a member of the band. So the green one is Murdoch, the orange mm. one is Russ, the blue one is uh, uh, Odd. No, the blue one is Noodle, and the red one is Two D. Whomst I only learned, you know, like last year, is the guy who's who's the singer for the Blur. Yes, the Blur. The Blur. Yes, that like a knockoff Flash. Uh, <laughs> no, they, no, Blur. They, they, they uh, the uh, only song I know is so- called Song Two. The woohoo. Oh, is that them? (laughs) 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 All right, outro music sounds good. (laughs) Sounds easy. (laughs) 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 You know it a lot better than I do. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, can that be the song that's playing in the intro (laughs) for the house party? Sure. (laughs) And so we just have to keep on hearing that part over and over again. (laughs) That's a good idea. (laughs) Oh my god. You're watching the process of us building an episode. This is how, this is how the sausage is made. Yes. Watch for every time I cough. We're going to cut all of them out. <laughs> I cut them out. Zane doesn't cut them out. Oh, you're going to have to do twice that much because I, I've become, I'm only 26 and I've become old to the point where if I laugh too hard, I go into a coughing fit just like a cartoon. I want to say horrible. it gets better, but you know. <laughs> no, though. <laughs> but nah. So, uh, yeah, I, I was curious. Like, I think we've already gone through this conversation on Facebook or whatever, but I, I don't remember how you actually became aware of us. Was it through Sylph Radio? Yes. I only know the podcasts I listen to, I mostly only know because they were guests on, like, other podcasts I listened to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it started with a weird shit podcast called Bizarre States. They had some guys on there running a podcast called The Boogie Monster. They were then on a podcast podcast called uh real life sci-fi nate mr nathan capister was on there so i started listening to sylph radio and got way into that and because of the bingy way i listen to podcasts where i just start at pick you know pick which one what flavor am i feeling like sticking with for the next uh several weeks <laughs> start at episode one and go until i'm finished just turn that yeah. so, turn that yeah, up and on like the third or fourth listen of sylph radio i was like you know the, these uh these Ben and Zane guys, I, I like them <laughs> on this episode. They have a podcast. Let, let me check that out. These guys are nothing but trouble. <laughs> Was that the um that that episode must have been the Imakuni? Yeah, episode, the, right? the Pokemon trading card game. Yes, the Pokemon TCG for GBA. Nice. I, I remember it because I played 
the Pokemon trading card game online the entire time I watched pretty much all of Jackie Chan adventures. <laughs> so that's pretty nice. burned into my brain. The uh, I uh, first of all, can I thank you for having the wherewithal to like go look us out and not be either intimidated or uh, annoyed by the fact that we don't like respond in a <laughs> punctual manner or in any like deliberate. Like, we just do this for fun, so it isn't marketed well, and the thought of marketing, it scares me, so kudos for breaking through that brick wall. Yeah, that that's fine, and, like, I have, like, uh, I have poor object permanence. I forget very <laughs> easily about things, so, like, I order things online, and by the time they get here, I've forgotten, so it's, oh, that's so you've got a box in the mail, <laughs> and I, you know, get in there and, like, tear it open with my teeth, and... Oh yeah, it's a fondue pot. <laughs> Why this. did I buy this? Yeah, or like when tapes come in and they take like two months to get here. That's not a good one to show off. Like this bad boy. Ooh. Yes, it is right side up. Virtual vacation. It looks like a bad boy. <laughs> yes, it is a bunch of like kind of vapor wavy, but like break beats. And it's like excellent driving music. Nice. So, um, you 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 used to live in Southern California. What ha- where like what was your trajectory? Just out of curiosity, if you don't mind uh, me saying, mind, mind me asking. Uh, military kid. So started living in uh, Camp Pendleton. Uh, lived in a place in the high desert called Ridgecrest, which is. Out near the spires where they filmed Planet of the Apes, I have a strong memory of driving down a road and see and noticing, oh, this is where they shot holes because there are all these pits in the ground. <laughs> they didn't bother Dude, filling yes. them back up afterward? Nope. <laughs> Just That's tons amazing. of open pits in the ground everywhere. That's how you get poison lizards. Jeez. The DVD of Holes is amazing because they have two commentary tracks, one by the director and, like, producer, and then one by all of the camp kids from, um, like, from their from their little bunk. So you're watching the show, and every time, like, an attractive woman shows up on screen, Shia LaBeouf and his boys are just like, ooh, man, she's Woo! hot. Because <laughs> they're still in sixth grade at the time. That's amazing. It's so good. Oh, I want to watch a reality show that is the making of Holes. And with like the two the people on the direction side thinking that it's going great, and all the kids like talking about this how sucks. terrible a gig this is, <laughs> and like planning to like overthrow them and get out of there. But of Jimmy, course they can't because they need home. to eat sploosh. I want you to take this shovel and <laughs> bash my skull in. I'm out. <laughs> is that a UHF reference? What? I thought that no, might have been a UHF. I've not seen that one. I am. Culturally illiterate until that's that's the movie that is directed by and acted by Weird Al. <laughs> if you can believe that, that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not, I'm ready to get into the uh, get into the weeds. Ben, you want to introduce? I'll try, man. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cartoncast. My name is Ben, and my name is Zane, and I am Alex, super fan and guy who showed up. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the podcast where we review old cartoons to see what we think about as a they see what we think about them as adults. Yes. <laughs> We're looking Correct. the judges, the judges say, "Oh, Return I'm sorry. Now. We're going to have to send you home with a copy of our home game." <laughs> Wait, what is their home game? The home game? It's just an egg. <laughs> you oh, you okay. spin it until it breaks. 
a pretty decent game. Um, uh, yeah, the Code Carton cast, which is, that's the command we use to start the podcast. It's a little tiring to go into Lyoko every time we have to do it, but it's, I think you'll find it's worth it. It's got that dot .exe at the end. It's like, I don't have that much time. Installing welcome wizard. To the, welcome, to the, welcome to the show, self-described superfan Alex. Yeah. Uh, Lupin yes. the fourth. Uh, <laughs> welcome, welcome, on the, welcome on the program. Uh, thanks for coming by. Yes, thank thank you for having me. Your gracious guests. We're in the lair with the cool holographic map, but it's just showing the Windows ninety six uh, media visualizer. The, the camera keeps spinning around me, and every so often things are in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> it's very it's very distracting. I don't notice it at all. And of course, I'm aging backwards, so that's very difficult to record around. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, th- thanks for coming on. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about who you are and what you what you do, and maybe what your experience with this show is? Because you 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 requested it. Uh, this is a very gracious offer, but I, I declined. No, 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 no. Mm. So uh, <laughs> I'm gonna tap out. You wow. guys continue. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this, I have just loved your show, and I first submitted this to you guys oh geez i should have pulled up the emails but <laughs> sometime earlier in this year yeah it was no it was last year in like right but that's that's when you suggested a bunch of different shows and then we did one of the shows which is going to come back today which is uh yes yes it will xano Z- star racers I- Ebon star racers what was it called <laughs> ben you watched like the entire th- no i watched the whole thing that's right Oban oh i star absolutely racers. did not watch Ebon a star show racers. that i had Ebon. seen an episode of maybe and thought it was interesting so i punted it to you guys to tell so you could tell me how to feel about it <laughs> it was my friend tells me that i sound drunk in that episode which it, it was I, really good both true and funny <laughs> i have not noticed that and i've listened to that episode four or five times now that may just mean that i'm drunk all the time <laughs> or that i just always read that way or you yeah. just notice it more because it's you and i don't notice many things because i'm not very observant that's, that is also possible. I am curious um, how these shows kind of got to you because, you know, Code Lyoko, as well as Oban Star Racers, they, uh, you know, they, they, they came from France, right? Yes. So uh, um, how did you get to that? Because, like, I didn't hear about Cyber Six until somebody who was from Canada A brought it down to us. And uh, at that point, I loved it, but I had never heard of it before. So, like... Were you just in a, a part of the world at that time where, like, that reached you easier? What was the story there? Well, as a military brat, I was living in North Carolina when I first saw that show. And it was just on a... had they, It was on a Toonami-esque block, mm-hmm. usually yeah, by like itself. Mizu, Mizumo or something, right? Maguzi. Weird yeah. green lettering and un- trippy underwater landscapes. Sounds dirty. Oh hell yes, <laughs> it does. It does sound dirty. <laughs> yeah, so you saw it on uh, on the Cartoon Network block, and uh, it stuck with you. I don't know how yes. long it ran, like on reruns. Like you kind of had to catch it when you grew up with it. Yes, which is weird. Which is where it's amazing because, like, I was caught it and was super into it and followed it as closely as I could. But I was kind of inept at that because I was eleven at the time, yeah. and so. It just kind of melted away into a distant memory, and then you guys came back to me like, "Hey, we're 
we're taking you up on that offer when you, after you did the email <laughs> equivalent of kicking in our front door and demanding to be on our show. <laughs> I mean, that is our Your open words. door policy. If you can kick the door open, then you deserve to be inside. Excellent. Nice. Good joke. <laughs> but so Just I started watching this in. and give me that look. all all the all the all the joy and enthrallment I used to feel just came flooding back. So I'm scared I'm going to be bad on this episode. Oh, good. No, no that's all right. I, hey, you know our mission statement. Which, you know we want to see how the nostalgia kind of holds up. Whether those rose tinted glasses were really lensless. Uh, does this metaphor work? Not no. at all. Almost. How would that yeah. work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah they don't. you know if if they were if these rose tinted glasses were in fact lensless this was just yeah. a good thing if if the yeah, glasses are one way mirrors i think is how that would work were tinted windows yes yes the glasses were the invitation to come into my van and the and the rims <laughs> are bulletproof for reasons right. i can't also get into. hydraulics because let's be honest every person who says they don't want hydraulics on their car is just lying they're prescription glasses fact. They're prescription hydraulics. <laughs> My doctor yes. says I need these. <laughs> I got to shake my up the dad. My chiropractor told me that just getting hydraulics in my car would keep my back crackled, snapped, and ready to go more easily than his services. Yeah, the vibrations align my chakras. When, when your chiropractor talks to you with breakfast cereal terminology, you know he's a keeper. <laughs> so yeah, your, your, um, your opinion is going to be more valid than ours because I... You know, I remember this vaguely showing up on the Toonami block equivalent back in the day, but I only like watched an episode, and all I remember was somebody in a cat suit flipping upside down and firing a laser out of his wrist, which was mm-hmm. like pretty good. Fucking rad. <laughs> also, yeah, I mean, like that's that's a good model and a good character design. Uh, however, the 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 nature of it, you know, when you're a kid, you see a cartoon that is not like something you've seen before. It's easy to like get turned off by like that's not the the like that's why I, I bounced so hard off of Ren and Stimpy is because it was like so. That's it, so is grotesque, gross, though. <laughs> yeah, I I couldn't handle it. Um, this I think probably had a similar feel to me when I came to it the first time because like they the the models look very different when you're not dealing with something that's either Japanese or United States like Western animation. The things that have been peddled to you your entire life. Yeah, the mere right, exposure th- those effect. Are, what is this? Zane, psychology me. The, the mere exposure effect. You like things more if you've experienced them before. That's why, like, you will always enjoy your, like, national cuisine, typically. Like, if you grew up eating it, you're fine with it. If you come to it later in life, you won't. So the fact that, like, honestly, like, if you came to Code Lyoko when you were 13 or something, like, you, and you're, you haven't had a lot of experience beyond the traditional traditional u.s animation it looks weird and you're like this kind of story is not what i'm used to but now it's amateurish because everything that you know is like your height of expertise in this field and everything else has got to be less than and now after a decade and a half of high anime exposure like i'm i'm just used to it i'm able to accept completely a nerd (laughs) yeah the proportions bounce right off of me oh the proportions are a problem like let's not ignore like, even coming nope. back to it after all this totally time, perfect. you must have been amazed at how big the foreheads were. This is the this is peak performance. This is the carcinization <laughs> of animation. <laughs> so I, I, did you like when you when you came back to this, when you like when you realized you were going to have to like research this for the show and you came back to it, what were your initial thoughts? Hmm. Uh, 
I immediately took to YouTube and watched the pilot. And Ooh, had Frederator a has a great 107 reasons or 107 things you didn't know about Code Lyoko, which is how I got a lot of my, you know, research for it. Hmm. The the one that stuck out to me the most was also the one that I remembered from the first time I watched that about five years ago. I've been on this island for ten years, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> my, how do you like it there? Uh, I've it's never, nice. I've never been. Oh, uh, something I hear a lot. Is people come like tourists will come in? Oh yeah, um, you know our main industry has floundering. May it rest, you know, because of the plague and such mm-hmm. like. Uh, but this plague hear... you speak of, explain it to me. You're talking <laughs> about the hoax, yes? Anytime Ben asks a question, yes, you can just disregard it. But that's just standard procedure. <laughs> okay. Oh cool. no, I've I've characterized him as someone who is like that guy. Like I used sometimes I will get. Like I will yell at you guys, you from my earpiece, <laughs> from the piece, very ear, earpiece I listen to all day. At We're work, looking at it. We're looking at Ground like, Zero. Why? Why are you being such a twat? And now I've realized <laughs> that no, you you just get joy out of like sticking your foot out and tripping people. Well, if you're interested, there's an opening for the little voice in the back of my head. Like if you if you want to just say that on loop. Oh yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, wait, so which episode was the one that you came back to? Yeah, sorry, I interrupted you. Uh, well, I started at the very beginning, and at first it was, oh my god, this theme song is kind of cheesy. And then within <laughs> like two lines, 2000s. I was like, I was so close to like reaching into my backpack at work and holding up a lighter <laughs> to it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was so into it. I was legitimately jamming on the theme song by the end of this. It's what you hear at the end of prom to clear out the, you know, auditorium. Yeah, it's wake me up when December ends. Exactly. <laughs> but like that was my problem. Yeah, and then like uh in the first episode watching it like, oh, I wow, everybody's a lot cooler than I remember. <laughs> Do you rem- did you watch this uh I assume you watched it with the English dub? Yes. Okay, was that how you originally imbibed it? Yes, although I did okay. give the first episode a crack in the French, and it's... I did too. It's lovely to listen to, but I had already watched about 10 episodes in English yeah. already, and I was super... I was used in, to them. It's like, stuck. super used to that one again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I can't watch One Punch Man dubbed. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. The, the dub did take a little bit... Like the English dub did take me a little bit to get used to. At first, I, I thought like, seeing. "Well, okay." <laughs> what exactly are you talking about? <laughs> I think it is great how Jeremy's voice is the deepest. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so good. It's a weird falsetto thing, like, or not falsetto, but like he's doing a voice that is not the actor's voice yeah. in like a pretty clear way. Well, we'll, yes, we'll get into that. Like, I, I yeah, really sorry, I'm just sidetracking. That, that, that I was like, "Nope, that's a nerd voice." <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> puberty. It's specifically a French nerd voice. It was it was the idea. Oh, <laughs> 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 where is the anime and body pillows? <laughs> so, Yuck. oh, hey Zane, I didn't hit you were French. The, the my my um the president of my improv group in college said that if if anybody's ever doing an improv scene on stage and they're just floundering and they can't do anything, just walk on as a French guy. Kills every time, resets the scene. They have to explain what's going on because you're, yeah, what is this place? I do not understand what you are doing here, but I can smoke, yes? <laughs> I can smoke. No, no, this is not a cigar. This is an entire baguette. 
This is not a pipe. <laughs> Aha, this is a good joke. Yeah. So, Code Lyoko. You're recontextualizing a lot of <laughs> failed improv routines that I've seen in my life. Thank you. The, the show we're talking about is Code Lyoko. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. It, um, it ran from 2003 to 2007 on France 3 and came over to the U.S., as you said, on Cartoon Network in one of its many blocks in 2004. It was produced by the Moon Scoop Group. <laughs> good good name <laughs> so good uh, i hear they was... opened for the blue man group <laughs> yeah, just... didn't quite get the same acclaim unfortunately <laughs> unfortunately moon scoop is a great name i'm very yes. it makes very me think of like wallace and gromit the moon's made of cheese <laughs> makes me think of moon pies that confection that they uh that that criminal ate in um problem child the one where they're saying bad to the bone at the beginning of the movie oh you mean tiny puppets I don't mean tiny puppets. Still have not uh, watched um, it. Only heard your episode about it. <laughs> that's very good. It's not a huge time commitment, <laughs> but it's more than we could ask of anyone <laughs> to watch. Yes, that. agreed. Um, it Apparently, was, it was uh, a, it was originally a different show called Garage Kids, where Odd yes. was the main character. Oh man, <laughs> uh, which I, I in hearing that it all makes much more sense because Odd is by far the best of the crew in my eyes or at least the one with the more personality he's he's a lot he's different from your normal like archetype um, he's more he's <laughs> there's loud. just a lot yes um it, it was made by tania palumbo and thomas romaine who co-directed much of Oban's star racers mm-hmm. and it was much most well known for its mix of 2d and 3d animation which rep- represented the real and digital worlds respectively yeah this is um World. This is definitely in an era world. where the digital world meant something that wasn't. Yeah, we like, we, we saw reboot. Like <laughs> Exactly. Yes. The oh, this is the next stage. Uh, What's going on in this computer? And then computer several decades later, <laughs> just anger at the computer all the time. The nerd character Jeremy in this kind of gives me the best kind of <laughs> perspective lens into the past because he's kind of the same hacker that we got in Jurassic Park. Where just hacker yeah. means you can tell computers what to do, like you're speaking their language. It doesn't the matter what the computer's actually capable of. You just you got the finesse, you got the magic touch in a way that no twelve year old child would. Yeah, but in this case, he's literally talking to the computer. <laughs> yes, granted, he's trying to date the computer. Maybe. Right. I mean, that's a very sensual. He's a man computer. ahead of his time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. We we can all aspire. Speaking <laughs> of dating our computers, this was a really popular show in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um. And it apparently got rebooted for a fifth season because of its popularity. You can even see people in like anime conventions dressing up as Code Lyoko characters, which I think is just darling. Yeah. Uh, the fifth season called Evolution was live action. Oh, man. Which is generally disregarded. <laughs> I did not watch any of it. I, I watched an episode. I think really per- perfect casting. Um, The aesthetic was very like hand cam high school with like clothes whatever people were wearing that day it had a lot of like 90s power rangers uh feeling to it <laughs> the whole thing feels like power rangers well you're selling it to me now bro i it i, I actually really <laughs> liked it <laughs> like everyone looks like their character um the the kid they got to play odd is like visibly younger than everyone else that's, also- that's really good grew up on the show and was super hyped to do the thing <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. He he did. He like grew up and he wanted to play like kind of like the Doctor, um, mm-hmm. David Tennant. He would watch Doctor Who growing up and then became him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it um 
it it only ran for the one season. Uh, Evolutions did ended with a cliffhanger. Yeah, because uh, Moon Scoop Group did a bankruptcy. Um, That's the best way I've ever heard that. <laughs> did, I did a bankruptcy. <laughs> Oopsie. Oopsie. Oops. Uh, we <laughs> did a bankruptcy. Um, yeah, so that is the production of Code Lyoko, and we've talked about uh, your background with it. Do we want to talk about what this show is exactly? Because it, it kind of has a lot going on. Yes. Well, it's, you mentioned Power Rangers, and that's a really good entry point, I sure. think, because the 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 broad plot structure is every episode is broken into like the real-life part, which is mostly a teen drama set in 2D animation, and then the... Uh, the um the digital world part, which is essentially the Zords combining and fighting Rita's monster, but now it's all Digimon. Yes, like that, that's that's essentially how it's how it's broken up structure wise. I tried to put this concisely in my notes, and I only got the two D part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like I don't know what's going on with Xana. I don't know what Xana is. I don't know why they can rewind time. Yeah. I don't know where Ailita came from. I assume this all gets explained at some point, but it doesn't yes. in this first season. And mise-en-scene is a really irregular way to do children's programming. <laughs> it, it's bizarre. Yeah, there word? was a prequel in the, at the end of the third season. Mise-en-scene? Means that you're starting in the middle of the scene, I think. Uh, unless that's I forgot in French. media res. Mise-en-scene means that you've set the scene so that it's understandable. Uh-uh. Gotcha. Oh. Thank well, you. I didn't mean that one because I didn't understand it. Okay, well, these are French terms, so you can understand that there's a language oh, barrier. Thematic. Yeah. This guy's done his research. I, I oh, fold, well, gentlemen. I'll, I'll what, what is this scene? Is this me? What is this scene? <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> can I smoke? Can I smoke in this digital world? Is this 2D or 3D? Of course <laughs> I can smoke in here. Do you see this me, mustache? Menage can, can you render 3D? this smoke coming off of my cigarello? <laughs> uh, yeah, so, okay, so there. There are several different parts to this show. Yes, there is a 2D high school, a little bit of drama, but mostly focused on um, we, we're dealing with this electricity virus named Xana. The, the virus comes from this digital world called Lyoko, which they access through an abandoned factory super quantum computer. Now, hold on to those thoughts for a second. So, the, it, the, by the way, <laughs> nope, they're already you gone. Now have the sum total of the plot given to us in the first season which is like 20 something episodes that's all of it so 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 the world was developed by a mysterious man who had a a daughter and put her into the computer and she can reset the computer to get rid of the virus now they meet her and as you say the programmer gets horned for her uh but then Mm. after all Mm. the chaos of any given adventure happens they they can Go, turn back time. So there's a time travel element to this as well. Yeah, where did the time travel this, come from? This is every sci-fi idea just it's combined, <laughs> just just crammed together. Just rolled into one cigarette and tossed carelessly aside. With as much teenage angst as they could manage. <laughs> yeah. It kind of, like, it, in, in some senses it sort of works on, like, an episode-to-episode basis because you have the built-in mechanism for, you can do whatever you want you know dramatically in the real world you can have people get expelled people you know uh you can you can you can have kisses happen you can you know send william dunbar to the hospital or whatever and you can rewind it by the end of the episode so like there's no 
as long as nobody dies. Consequences. As long as no one dies. Yeah, anything short of death for reasons. Because this is a semi-mystical, awesome supercomputer that is impossible. Yeah, so I, inside the computer, <laughs> yeah, you can it's, do it's magic, semi-magic. and you have like okay, you you have a sci- samurai sword or like a like a like a blade fan or like cat ears, and those are your those are the three weapons <laughs> that you are yes. allowed. I wonder what it says about Odd that he chose the cat ears in in the prequel. Jeremy hypothesizes that it's like just kind of tears into your deepest psyche and was like, here you go. Cowboy. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> says that and then all the characters immediately say like, I wanted to be this? Are you sure? <laughs> I don't think it's so. It's so good. It's so dumb. I, I actually like that ex- explanation. I didn't realize that because like Ulrich is such a oh. he's such a broy chode. I'm not surprised <laughs> at all he has a sword. <laughs> Um, Yumi is a little more interesting because it goes kind of into that like her heritage means more to her than she realizes kind of bit. Yeah, I didn't. Know, I didn't realize yeah. we were doing the geisha thing. <laughs> the, the geisha thing's much, but like <laughs> at least it matches the ethnicity that she's being given, and they hold true to that in her home life too. They have like those uh, those sit down tables, which have a term that I'm not familiar with. You know, her whole family kind of operates on that. Uh, she went mm-hmm. into school one time and like showcased Japanese history. So yeah, at least they hold to it. Had a whole ass suit of armor. In odd psyche, I don't know what led him to want to be a catboy, but I'm interested. Yeah, so much so that he started doing his hair that way after he got into yeah. the computer. <laughs> oh, Which yeah. like wouldn't you like take your avatar and put yourself more into that? Because like if it's a reflection of who you are. If you lean into it, doesn't that mean you get better laser knives? Ulrich steals somebody's tie and wears it as a headband <laughs> permanently. Nobody else can tell me what I actually want to be, even me. That's William Dunbar. I'm doing a Dunbar. Oh yeah, you, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Can you do a, Can you do an Ulrich real quick? <laughs> <laughs> oh <Aww>. mean. <laughs> Did I nail it? <laughs> I. Are there any characters that you don't want us to tear into, Alex? Because like, no, no, I was expecting you guys to tear into everything wholesale. No one's, no one's innocent. Knowing that I only need to defend the my bestest boy makes oh, it so <laughs> okay. The, this okay, show cool. surprisingly is more than the sum of its parts. Like throwing every trope together with a bunch of characters who like have a, a dominant uh, uh, emotional attack, but then a few other character traits, like. It kind of worked on me. I was really digging it after a while. You know, and they do the nice uh, sci-fi thing where they just don't explain a lot of it. And that's like, good. No, no, he'll pick it up eventually. There's no way you could explain all this away. Wait, they they try to explain it eventually? How they can travel back in time? Yeah, I was thinking... Don't tell me that. I don't don't believe that. I'm never going to believe that. That's not going to happen. Yeah, uh, shit. What was I thinking? (laughs) Okay, the last thought reaction i had was uh kind of like up until i watched the prequel i thought jeremy was immune to the return to the past just because like if you interact with the computer enough you eventually if you are near this thing enough you eventually become part of it right right yeah i've watched sword out online you don't actually have to be taken in right but no he just he just programmed it so that he would remember stuff right like he he uh, does no, remember he this. eventually goes in he goes and in. There are three times. You never see him, but oh. you do hear that it is not fun, that he is not <laughs> oh, that's good awesome. at it. I, I didn't actually, I saw that there was an episode where he went in and I neglected to check it out. I was kind of hoping that he'd be given like a clown costume or like a rodeo, I like, like a rodeo clown or some 
some crazy like <laughs> aviator sunglasses it's just something nonsense something deeply embarrassing i like the idea though that like he hates himself and he's in a monstrosity and he doesn't want anyone else to realize oh, that so Jesus. yeah yeah this is good so, like he avoids it yeah I, and that's I why he wants to bring her into the do... real world because he can't live there Sorry, what are you I was hoping we could like do the darkest thing that could happen, and that's a very good contender. Because mm-hmm. my brain doesn't I, like work that. that way, but I want to hear it. Yeah, that's a that's a good way to. I mean, like, I kind of went down this whole rabbit hole where Jeremy made up Xana, uh, and it's not actually there, and he's using her as an excuse to get Ilita out of the program um, because he wants a real girlfriend and not just one online. Um, so he's making an excuse to get her out of the place where she's comfortable and at home and trying to kind of neg her into reality. Just and, destroy you know, her world a- to win her over? Making, giving her oh, like, geez. yes, you can come over here, but I can't give you the antivirus because I'm controlling who you talk to and for how long you talk to them because I'm an abusive boyfriend and I yes. control everything that you imbibe and you are always going to be in my on my side contractually. Um, I didn't get much farther with that, but... <laughs> Don't make me <laughs> hurt know. you. I'm trying to be <laughs> nice here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a nice guy once you get to know me. <laughs> um, yeah, so that <laughs> I like the idea that like Jeremy can't go into that world because he's afraid of what he would find out about himself. That that is something that I don't think requires a lot of additional explanation yeah. to be true. Um, I did a lot of digging on the fan cu- uh, fan curated wikia, and according Ooh. to that, there are novelizations of the episodes, and his form is described as being about identical to the animated disney peter pan complete no way. Oh, yeah. and ornamentation that's now beautiful he can only see himself as a tremendous goober waste of space i love it <laughs> that's why he tries so hard to apply what little he's got going for him as you know as the brain mm-hmm. yeah that's all he's got He's trying so hard to be an elder brain. You know, he can't put a geisha thing on. That's cultural appropriation. Wow, that would be amazing. I want to see him in that Link tunic. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's just like... I'm getting goofy now. So, the... Um... Yeah, so so these characters all go into the uh, digital world, and the, the plot of each episode basically is uh, Xana, the electricity virus, leaks out into our world in a menacing way. Um, they have to go into Lyoko, the digital world. Ailita, who, who is a native of the digital world, maybe, um, has to enter a tower that's guarded by monsters to shut down Xana and allow it's them to go so back to the gamey. past. And then, yes. uh, you know, there's sometimes some fallout in the real world. I don't think they really did this well enough, the whole, like, return to the past thing, because sometimes it seems like like Xana is able to enter the world because of something they did wrong, and they could give them a chance to correct it. But instead, it's just, we retroactively removed Xana from reality. There Which was a, makes um, less sense to me. It makes less sense. It reminds me a little bit of a Netflix original anime, I think, called Erased, where this guy has this ability to go, like, a couple of minutes into the past because there's something that should not be. Hmm. And when he does so, he's only got a limited time to figure out, okay, what doesn't work here? And it's like, <laughs> oh, this butterfly is totally out of season. It shouldn't be in this general area. I need to follow it. And now I'll be able to prevent a murder. Um, so it's kind of like that situation with would be there's some shenanigans going on and i'm being given a chance to undo the shenanigans but i agree that there's not a lot of connective there's no causality 
that sort of relates anything here. I don't know what Xana is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess I they eventually come in, but baseless malefic- maleficence. Yeah, malevolence. Not the return to the past. As okay, we had to do this the hard way because we were on the ba- starting on the back foot. Now we're back about eight to sixteen hours, and now we can stop this better. So nothing yeah. actually bad happens. Oh yeah, yeah. The Terminator was a cautionary tale. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, they are kind of battling against Skynet, aren't they? Oh my god, yes. So, so Alex, what you are saying is that at the <laughs> at the end of every episode, not shown to us, is a five minute sequence where Jeremy, now knowing where in the code Xana lurks, just goes in and writes a couple of lines to like delete him before he shows up. Oh, if greater than or equal to zero, go to. Right, got it. Got Evil it. equals oh. one, go to. <laughs> I don't know. I always thought they still had to go in and deactivate the tower, but being hmm. able to like get the jump on Xana. Oh, like they know where it is precisely so that Xana just doesn't have any spare time. I mean, that that makes sense. But like, again, I don't really need sense. Yeah, right? it, it's like... It's weird because we do see the characters kind of grow over time. We see them build relationships. There is plot progression throughout this show, but there are a lot of very basic things they just never explain. Even it's, in, it's a strange, it's a strange conceit. I don't know what the decision was there. Even in the prequel episodes, it was mostly like we see them learning about the computer and learning about Lyoko, but then the key features of what Xana is and how they're going to fight it are said in, like, a voiceover in the last minute. It's it's really bizarre. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I didn't even get that context. I was just like, oh, yeah, Catboy Digimon, got it. <laughs> there might be something in, like, the season two after they find uh, the diaries of the man who built this super quasi-mystical computer. Waldo? <laughs> yeah. You talking about Waldo? <laughs> the best name ever. There's a Waldo in this? Yeah, Ben, Waldo you didn't watch Schaefer. the outro? Yeah, the outro where there's just a, a like a file name that says Waldo Schaefer and you see this really shifty big glasses guy. I think it's like Professor um uh what's Dib's dad's name? Oh, um, Professor uh, Membrane. Professor Membrane, Membrane, yes. Yeah, he looks kind of like that a couple years before the evil kicked in. Right. I you know, I I got a little bit of a uh old guy with facial hair blindness on this show because they all kind of blend together <laughs> they do yeah and, oh and oh, speaking of older people in addition to the kids the one other major character is um jim their pe teacher and Jimbo. groundskeeper and truancy <laughs> yeah. officer he's he's their nanny oh love him. they're everything go watch the first episode of the live action one amazing casting on jim oh, geez okay i gotta see this what is it, Patrick Warburton? Well, he's he's like every gym teacher you've ever met, but he's also French, so like there's that extra like suave like flexibility to him, but he's also just like, eh, what are you kids doing here? He's nice. All, I like he it. also feels like uh you you guys watch Mythbusters, right? Yeah. I'm and familiar like, with any time a detail about Jamie Heineman's past would come up, like, <laughs> oh yeah, I used to train dogs for the circus. This was really easy. <laughs> And like, oh yeah, I used to run a dive shop. I know these air tanks inside and out. I think this you one came everything? through my dive shop. Yep, <laughs> recognize in, that ding on it. 
that that <laughs> I feel just, like that is, that is an immortal deadpan. If yes. that if <laughs> I assume that that didn't actually all happen to him, and that he just like was joking about half of his history. He was he was like the Joker. Yeah, in that way. <laughs> or that guy from Ratatouille. I killed a man. <laughs> this thumb. A, a lot of character. A lot of the voice actors actually were also were in Ratatouille. on Ratatouille. Um, yeah, there was one episode where um, Odd like reveals or or uh, the, those newsy reporters get a hold of this tape of a movie that Jim made where he's like a yes. disco master, yes. and everybody goes crazy. They're like, "Oh, he's the coolest, Paco, the he's king the of disco." Yeah, Paco Disco, <laughs> and Paco Disco. And at the end of the episode, he's just performing in front of all these kids, and, yeah, like, and he's all, like a fucking superstar. And he doesn't even dance very well. He just like him. sticks his arm up and wags his finger back and forth, and that's like it. I love it. <laughs> he, he's yes. like a he's like a more affable, less sleazy Coach McGurk. Yeah, <laughs> From but I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> that that's amazing. I wish I had seen that episode. Jim is one of my favorite characters. In Jim's this. really good. I was in the Secret Service for a year and a half. What? <laughs> but I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that. Yeah, I, I feel like we're gonna be at odds because I I hated most of the actual teens. Uh, I only liked kind of Jimbo. I liked Odd, and my favorite character by far was Missy. yeah missy (laughs) country mile (laughs) missy is like uh like she was imported from totally spies basically that they also worked on that right same people maybe that was also a canada canada thing yeah or a french french to canada to us kind of thing i think and she is like this popular girl french to canada pipeline (laughs) (laughs) this popular girl who vaguely menaces them yeah the principal's (laughs) daughter can do real wrong Yes. Dude, I love her. And, like, I'll just get her out of the way now because I think that she was, like, a really engaging character. And we don't have to spend more time on her. But, like, I really love her affect as, like, you know, prima donna. I am the diva. I am the best. Like, she's clearly very lonely. <laughs> yeah, she you hangs know? out with those two weirdos. Yes, her henchmen. And, like, <laughs> she's putting on airs and delusions. Because, cause, yeah, cause, like, I wouldn't hang out with these kids if you gave me a million dollars. That one guy with the dumb guy voice is like, you're always just going to be guy with yeah, dumb guy voice. And, There's nothing uh, else you can be. Is Herb the one with the glasses? He looks yeah, like Herb, but he's also just a dullard. <laughs> yeah, lesser Jeremy. I, I think it's like a defense mechanism. Like, I mm-hmm. think she desperately wants to be part of this group, but doesn't know how to, like, communicate that without well, kind of putting everyone else down like i want to know more about her home life or that, that's the thing in the prequel she was with them when they discovered yeah, she became she, part of the team that would have been so good <laughs> i want her as part of the team i want her to like go to lyoko and have like a pretty pretty dress-up outfit i want her to be like princess from powerpuff girl what if it went the opposite direction and she was like big beefy like fighter <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah like toff like t- the 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 representation of toff in the in the ember island players in the oh you know last season. Yes, but you <laughs> know like a- carrying a hand axe i'm tough yeah. but i call myself tough because i'm so tough <laughs> i wouldn't have cast it in any other way <laughs> uh yeah so do we want to talk about the main uh characters and just sort of run them down zane may i ask something oh, of God. our guest here alex yes who is the main character? <laughs> I have no goddamn clue, bruh. Because you would think Ulrich, because he checks a bunch of the boxes. He's got a sword. Yeah, the camera's on him most of the time. Relatively composed demeanor. He's got the main romance subplot. Yes. 
but he doesn't he doesn't he isn't he isn't <laughs> yeah there's not a lot there <laughs> just slightly too bland he's so boring and this was before bland protagonists became the thing <laughs> with kirito bullshit he's kirito he's just pre-kirito god i'm so mad about that and he's got those dead little lizard eyes it's like it's like he looks like Zuckerberg. This was the biggest improvement of the live action is they gave him a lot more personality. <laughs> gave him a face? He really leaned into the reserved, like awkward, but like means well kid. Here it comes across as just like monotonous. Yeah, I, I could see it being like a little bit better if he just like played it up as like kinda emo kinda kinda feels. Because yeah. he, he, he has that emo versus rebel kinda thing going on with uh, with Mr. Dunbar later yes. on. But uh, here it's just it's so bland. Oh my god, he's so bland. I can't handle him. <laughs> I loved him, but I was also a very like outwardly bland person. So, <laughs> As a bland person myself. At that time, at, ele- at 11 years old, I was something of a burgeoning weeaboo. <laughs> burgeoning weeaboo is a very good phrase. <laughs> Thought the samurai were the, were the coolest motherfuckers to ever walk the face of this earth. <laughs> you know, that's actually that's actually a really good point that I kind of forgot. Like, we, we watch cartoons, and sometimes I forget that these are for children. <laughs> and the audience stand-in character, that, that is kind of who Ulrich is important. supposed to be. And I didn't need it, but that, yeah, a lot of people could. the prime target for it, because he is mm-hmm. the blandest. Yeah. He also is, like, he does in one episode like read through Jeremy's notes and does a return to the past. Oh, he does. Uh, he's pretty competent fighting. He gets a little carried away oftentimes. In yeah. real life, he can fight. He can think around corners. He just doesn't do it very often. Yeah, and he's like I-, I agree that he's capable of many different things, yes. but like. I I wouldn't say he's better than average at any given thing. <laughs> no, probably not. And that's a hard place to be if you're the central protagonist. Yes. I think he maybe needed another pass. But uh again, you know, as the audience stand in like I'm a burgeoning weeaboo character, I I, I guess I kind of <laughs> get it. It's it's just a little hard for me to like him at this point. Well, that's why I projected onto him and I still project onto him very easily. <laughs> but fair enough. What do you think of his uh, his digital world uh, avatar? The best. <laughs> it's it's ninja, it. but not quite. Yeah? I love, because there are some very dumb moments. He's got the, head, he's got the Leaf Village headband. Okay, I'm going to like start drifting into other parts of the rubric. Give it. But there yeah. are some moments where he goes like straight up Jedi Knight, and you see him like deflect <laughs> a laser blast, bounce it off a part of the terrain, and kill a different monster. It's like, mm-hmm. why are you showing off, bruh? There's a mission That's at stake. <laughs> he has to make a performance check whenever he does an attack. It's, it's, it's honestly a big time sink. You know. He's got that triangulate ability as well, oh, which I, I never understood that how shit. that actually worked. Yeah, the mirror image kind of thing, which I, I dig as like kind of a, this is the frontline fighter kind of tanky guy kind of thing because yeah. like clearly odd and yumi are not the tank so that kind of he's he's yeah. all that's left no yeah um, he's well-rounded so. he can he can block uh the triangulate he always uses it to like surround one enemy or like you always see at least one of his mirror images just die outright <laughs> mm-hmm. that's what they're for they never seem to be able to guess the right one i would love to see like 
he does that in like midair, and you see just one of the mirror images just go careening off the edge. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! I clicked drag all because that's basically what happens. <laughs> it's like he surrounds like a big enemy, and then like <laughs> one of them dies out. What an amazing feint! If that was the real one, though. Oh, geez. yeah! Like what would happen if <laughs> the other ones? I want to watch the show. See the other two about... disappear. Oh, I want to watch the show that like is the follow up where like what happened to the orphaned Ulrichs? <laughs> There's just a ton of them coming out of the scanner. Yeah, maybe they got devirtualized in like uh, I don't know what's uh, what's like France, but not Italy. They're all turning Paraguay. coming out of a phone booth in like Quebec, Mauritania, <laughs> Gibraltar, yeah, came out of Liberia. They're all coming um, out of a fucking uh, phone booth in Belgium. Talking about the Stromfels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Les Stromfels. Les Stromfels. Hi, man, you, man, you really are familiar with our, with our backlog. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I wanted to share with you guys. Uh, we, we got a new retail chain on Island. They finally opened up a Norb store. Oh, oh that's, that's, that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I tried to go, but uh, uh, fucking Safari Joe did it again. And scared all the no! staff away. You gotta bring that one back. Not wearing a mask and threatening violence. If we ever have enough of an online presence that we get our own little like wiki, uh, you can just be a. We'll promise you the moderator. You be a mod, yeah. <laughs> can be a moderator from Kidrad. Just uh, don't 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 Done. let it go to your. I'm head. going to sign up for web development classes immediately. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, speaking of Kidrad, actually, um, Xana, this this maleficent force yes! of electricity. Yes. Really reminded me of the seer. Yes. Right? Like we don't know all of its plans, but it's no. trying to form in the real world cuz no, it's, it's like, plans are I no, fuck shit up. I, I need this <laughs> I live here and I can use these towers to interface with reality on a small level. So I yeah. need to get rid of these guys. <laughs> these guys specifically. Yeah, I, I I disagree with you on a fundamental level. I don't think it is like the seer for one like pretty distinct narrative reason, which is that as the primary villain of this piece, we don't we don't we don't ever meet them. At mm. least not to my knowledge. Well, yeah, because they're competent enough not to show like show off who they are to whoever they meet. But it it means that we don't really have a person to rally against. I'm gonna hide deep within this thing where you can't find me, little computer speaker. And yeah, I'm but we don't even get that voice like... until I kill all of you, and then I take over the world. But like, I don't know that any of that is the actual motivations of Xana. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's no personality to rally against. There's no intelligence that we can perceive. It's just like things generally going bad in the Leoker's neck of the woods. Yeah, it would be nice if we got a better sense of the machinations. Maybe they find plans yeah. lying around or. I was thinking, like, what if we had a central villain, like in Reboot? What was their name? Megavolt? Mega Drive? Over, over, Overwatch? Hexadecimal and Overwatch. Hexadecimal. It was probably Hexadecimal. Megavolt, Overwatch. yeah. <laughs> Me- oh, Megavolt was a character from Darkwing Duck, wasn't it? Along with Gizmo yes. Duck and uh, uh, Taurus Bulba. Taurus Bulba. <laughs> um, oh, that reminds me. The, the ethnicities of these kids is kind of an interesting eclectic mix, isn't it? Yeah, French, German, Italian, and Japanese. Ulrich is German, right? Or were they yes, some sort of that is a thing? very ger- German name, Ulrich Stern. I kept wanting to call him Lars. <laughs> He's so Lars. <laughs> How did he get so Lars? 
And what is odd? Is that like short for Oddwick or no. Oddwell? Uh, I kept on thinking Oddwell. It is It is a uh, traditional like Norse name. It means point like Odysseus? or spear. Really? Ooh, I like that. Yeah, Just I didn't know that. Odd. Odd. I think he's supposed to be I think he's supposed to be um Italian, but yeah, Very that Italian. doesn't come up as much. I don't know, do the French hate the Italians? Is that like a like a historical thing? I don't they know. do now. Just yeah, the, the, <laughs> the surname feels very Italian. Yeah. yeah. So, um, can we talk about Odd? Yeah, because I I think he's the most competent voice actor on the crew. He has a lot of personality, at yes. least in the English. I just think that his uh his read is very good. He's got the boisterous kind of like upbeat, you know, uh, sort of toxic, like. Johnny Bravo toxic masculinity kind of stuff going on. Come on, I got this test in the bag. The subject—it's <laughs> yeah. in chemistry, you dolt. Ah. Uh. Yeah, the unfounded yeah. confidence is good. It's good, good. <laughs> He's just so willing to roll with it, which in a show that throws so many sci-fi elements at you is is. Like he's he's like me. Like this is my audience stand-in character because, like, yes, good. Yes. Robots, time travel. Let's get this moving. <laughs> All right. How my how deep into this puddle of the sci-fi am I gonna have to step in? Oh, <laughs> neck deep! I'll go all the way to my nose, bruh. <laughs> yeah, because because that's the thing is he he steps in so much of it that he's always the butt monkey of the episode, right? Mm-hmm. Like things things happen to a person that uh, embarrasses someone. Odd is the person to whom it happens. I like, like the idea almost that, all the time. I like the idea that over time somebody who gets made fun of and then time reverts so they didn't actually do the embarrassing thing they just build up an incredible resolve of like not worrying about what's happening to them yeah they just like listen i i've been through a bunch of shit i don't i'm not good at it but i always come out alive <laughs> except for Ulrich, he cannot break out of his shell if you gave him a crowbar <laughs> <laughs> i i just uh and and later on there's um I remember, like, reading up on, like, what his eventual fate was. Like, his, he tended to get terrible test scores, but he's actually a really competent artist and, like, has a lot of creative energy and eventually is able to utilize that some more. So, nice, you know. And that all tracks with, like, the personality that's on the page, which is, like, really boisterous and, and kind of lackadaisical and doesn't really care about stuff, but is always ready to bring a lot of energy, which is, like, four more personality traits than are ever given to Ulrich, who is ostensibly the main character. And Odd never has a romantic subplot, um, which I think is good, because I, I, I never found that... I think he's an ace. It will be, like, a detail in an episode. Did you all yeah. see the episode A Fine Mess? Season 2, Probably. episode 16 probably not no. no i didn't so it, the episode starts on lyoko odd and yubi come out of the scanners but they are in the wrong bodies Ooh, <laughs> freaky friday yes and then Do tell. So they're coming out of this out of the sewers like on the school grounds and you hear you know the cartoon thing of the voice switch voices switched which i always wish yeah. they would have like a scene from someone else so they'd be saying their own lines but yeah. with yeah. the different personalities. Uh, mm, that but... that that is how it is done better. I think that's how they do it in um in a uh, Futurama in the 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 mystery of Benda or the island I, of Benda or whatever it's called. I mean, I watched all that with my wife, but that's not ringing a bell. But I that just means I got to watch. Futurama it was in like again. the fifth season or something. It, it might have been the sixth. But uh, Odd and Yubi come out of the tunnel and they're like, "Okay, what's my schedule for tonight?" Well, let's focus on on the three Bs. 
bed. No, what? Shit. What is it? Bacon. <laughs> it's very I think, funny. I, I understand who like we're saying. Bacon. I like the idea else. that he forgets, too. Oh, bacon. Brush your teeth. Bed. How about for me? Uh, same thing, except in Japanese. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you, I've got a math test tomorrow you got to study for. Oh, yeah. That reminds me. you got to break up with uh, so-and-so. <laughs> And also, and also, what's her face? And Ulrich goes, you're going steady with two girls at the same time? So, wait, it's Odd and Ulrich are switch bodies? No, no, uh, no Odd, and, Odd Yumi. and Yumi. Oh, Odd and Yumi. Oh, that's much weirder. So, so Odd's, Odd's getting around all the time. It's just never shown. <laughs> yeah, it'll come up like once or twice. That's kind of great. I do remember one episode where, like, uh, he helped some girl sneak into the school so that she could steal a computer or something like that i think i read part of that any any plot element you need to happen and you're not sure who should be doing it yeah i should be doing goes it. goes to us he, he he's a man of mystery he lives a separate life he is he is the bard if you need to happen he can bullshit his way into being the guy who makes it happen he yeah he's the charlie i mean it's the uh it's it's the x factor that you need in order to do plots that don't rely on like what is already there he, he introduces new elements and and when he goes into lyoko he gets this uh cat suit and laser wrist Yo, knife things i Those love this it's a great and the tail that is from what i can tell not prehensile it does not do anything <laughs> which is just I feel like beautiful you can squish it a little bit but yeah it's not like prehensile it's like a yeah cat it shows when when he's happy flapping their tail around to feel he's behind constantly them. climbing all over shit it's, it's yeah, like really the, good with those big claws yeah he's the first yeah. to rush into danger and he's the first to get killed it's yes. super cute there are many moments where you just like tackles Eilita out of the way and just gets <laughs> yeah, destroyed. The... Just blown the fuck up. The, uh, and he's got these like monarch wrist laser arrow shooter things yes. that he uses to, to fight, which is in my in my in my mind is at least a more personalized weapon than the sword. The sword is a little bit played out at this point, but like a laser yeah. arrow from the from the wrist. That's personality. Yeah. Like you can imagine like from the palm or like shooting a bow or something, but right from the wrist, that's pretty cool. And it's also like he runs out of ammo and like how? They are lasers. <laughs> They're also digital lasers. They're programmed <laughs> in Watch the the little tiny chunk of metal shoot out of him. <laughs> but it's digital metal. It's space metal. <laughs> yeah. It's just made out of ones and zeros. And like, he'll get hit and he'll be like, ah, that was 20 hit points. And he's the only one who speaks in those terms. <laughs> Maybe don't they, those terms don't exist. No, Jeremy no, J- also well, speaks Jeremy in them. explains yes. them because he's outside the computer. But when you're inside yes, of it, like, surely you know screen. how your own body is doing. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Jeremy just tells him it in terms that he can understand. Oh, yeah. Or he's just been hit enough that he's like, oh. I remember this one costs me this much. Yeah. Your materialization matrix is becoming ungrounded and therefore it's going to cause a cascading Newman wave to uh, 20 hit points. Got it. Yes. Okay. It's just such a weird feature that this like digital world where a a consciousness was able to form out of nothing. And it's like, okay, so you got this many hit points, your attack defense stats, special attack, (laughs) special defense, Mm. if there were a fire attack. And, and Jeremy has like that matchup screen, like the three v three matchup screen. And, like, cards, those are so good. I it's exactly those. trading cards. <laughs> yeah, they're in a cool pose. 
<laughs> They've got stats. I, I love the idea that Jeremy, like, they're all seeing it in perfect crisp 3D, and he's viewing it as, like, the old, jankiest 8-bit game. Of, like... That's the only way he understands it. That's when he learned all his coding. Let's talk about Jeremy. I want to go back to Yumi at some point. but Jeremy just... Belpois? Yeah. Damn it, I was going to do that. <laughs> uh, you you still can. It turns out there's no moratorium on French. <laughs> Monsieur Jeremy Belpois? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, the, uh-huh. the voice actor... She like This is tragic. She lowered like sometimes it's a normal high good voice. Sometimes she lowers her voice to sound quote unquote more French, but oh man, it's he sounds no, so dumb. Yes. Yeah, he sounds like a dumb American who thinks that he can use a computer. It's also, very weird. Also it doesn't I, sound French at all. I <laughs> no, not at love all. that story about the voice acting. Like, <laughs> wait, deeper equals more French. Where did you get this, man? I honestly got used to the voice to the point where I got more of a kick out of it. <laughs> uh, I eventually just got more of a kick out of it than I initially did. Like, initially, it was, like, really grating. Because, like, that's a deep, deep voice for what is a probably an 11-year-old. Um, but I guess I just got used to it. It is 14. Mm, is he, though? I became very obsessed with their ages and heights for some reason. <laughs> because I noticed... Well, like, the reason wait. is because they sell these teenagers as, like you know teen heartthrob kind of kind of characters mm. no, no they do there's like an a, there's like a definite teen drama kind of you know like sexual urge tension kind of going on especially with like yumi and the the romantic triangle or whatever but even like in other episodes they like ulrich and yumi like legitimately both take their shirts off because they're gonna get fried in a oh because they're in, being like, steamed a, to death they're, yeah they're yeah. being yeah they're being steamed unto crab yeah <laughs> so they they have to disrobe until they can return to the past wherein they didn't see each other's nipples. Oh, I really sort of watched the episode. It's okay, Yumi. I won't. I won't look. <laughs> he says that. He says yes. exactly yeah. that. He's like, I'm not gonna look. But uh, but Alex, I like your conception of the voice acting studio where like she's doing the voice and somebody says, "Can you make it more French?" And she just does the new voice, and they're like, <laughs> "I yeah, fine, whatever." Like, are you Close gonna, ask enough. Her to do it better? And what if she does it worse? <laughs> no, no. This oh, is losses. Yeah. Oh. Oh, 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 the oh, French oh, accent oh. is the first accent anybody learns. Oh, oh my god, mon ami. Oh shit, I'm spiked. Is there... Let's throw another Xan on the Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> get what the Can we... Is there any other. Oi, leader. Is there... <laughs> is there any other personality trait to Jeremy? Uh, I, I think. He's a little bit better than your average, like, te- like uh, uh, tech character. Yes. Like, he's got a bit of a wise-ass streak, too. And whenever oh, he has to dude. come up with an excuse for what he's doing. All of our all of our protagonists have such dunks. They all just fucking <laughs> dunk on each all other on and Jim. dunk on Sissy. And just whoever yes, on... is nearby. <laughs> like, so antagonistic. Uh, <laughs> I wish see. I had written some here. of them down. Yeah, like, he's definitely characterized as brainy but there's still like some goofiness to it there's you know he's not laden down with propriety as like many uh stereotype more stereotypical reads of like a nerd character would be well he does no but he does i mean like his actions reflect his his propensity for it because he spends all his free time kind of trying to trying to learn more about this stuff yeah, yeah, I guess his mannerisms are a little bit more lax, the, though. Like, you can yeah. read them all as friends pretty easily. Like, they, yeah. they kind of communicate on each other's level. <laughs> just I, bonded together I, yeah. through just 
dunking the fuck out of each other. <laughs> yeah, dunking and death battles. I kind of got some Weekenders vibes of, yeah. like, you, we can clearly see why these kids are friends. Is because, like, in the Weekenders, it's because they're losers. Like, nobody else wants to be around them. And in this, it's, it's because they're all smart asses who just, you know, happen to find a good D&D campaign that they won't leave. Smart asses who drove, every, who drove everyone else away because they didn't have a thick enough skin or a sharp enough wit. Well, everybody else is just like, oh, I hope this person likes me. Oh, I'm worried about the dance. And they're just like, okay, we need to kill the the internet right now. Yeah, <laughs> we Skynet, need to kill though. this malevolent, like, digital elder brain that is, yeah. some, for some reason, that can possess many... This is the same plot as Stranger Things. You're right. <laughs> it's like a... It, it's it's, it's like, exactly Stranger Things. Yeah, it's the yes. Mind Flayer, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's more or less the mind. I, I um, they do dunk on each other a lot. I'll I'll remember. I'll 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 remind you their dunks are really not very good. No, <laughs> like, oh, what but are you talking about? So they put charming. a lot of energy into them, <laughs> but they're these are really bad put downs. The confidence is like the key. one of my favorite bits of dialogue is from the episode uh, "Image Problem," where like mm-hmm. Odd's tired and he's. They're on Lyoko again, and Oz is talking to work. He's like, "Hold up, I'll distract them. I've got thirty. I've got thirty hit points left. I'll be good." He gets like shot up on shit, and he's like, "Oh, I guess I had more than I thought." And Warwick just goes, "You always sort of terrible at math." And Odd goes, "Well, thanks to you, I can count to three. Oh, I do remember that. <laughs> just, Not bad. Like their 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 banter is okay. The, the the dunks on like Missy and Jimbo are like super forced in my mind. There's one that I wrote down in particular that it, I this is emblematic of what I always saw whenever they dunked on Sissy, which is like Sissy says something like, One of these days Ulrich will stop being so shy and tell me how he really feels and he says, oh, I can tell you that right now. I'm allergic to stuck up. <laughs> and in that category, you win, hands down. Oh, man, you really should have stopped that sentence halfway sooner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just in case you didn't get it. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, uh, what you were talking about, like, what uh, Danny Phantom trying to workshop his phrase more. <laughs> yeah. And it just gets longer <laughs> and worse. <laughs> yep. We're going to take you down, downtown, to where you'll get hurt today. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do think... Jeremy in particular is like his characterization is aided by the fact that he's doing all of this because he met a a digital girl who cares for him. So it's not just like this brainy, like all left brain, completely, uh, you know, devoid of of, uh, good humor. He's doing this for, you know, for for love. And I think that adds a lot. And when he finally gets to meet her in real life, there's a a really good chemistry that uh that 14 exists. year old love the purest love there is he's oh, totally yes. not just somebody infatuated with someone on the internet he met ben nope not yes. one bit dong feelings are still feelings <laughs> <laughs> no um i can't argue against that that's that's 100 <laughs> percent true i thought it was charming <laughs> The, That's their, better dialogue than they have in this. Their relationship definitely feels more real and earned than whatever going on between Yumi and Ulrich. It's, oh, like, I mean, that's not even a scale. To say nothing of Yumi and uh, uh, Dunbar. Oh, Dunraub? Yeah. Um, we can talk about Yumi, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, so, uh, I love the fact that she is the tallest. 
Yeah. But, oh, <laughs> and that's kind of like a little true-to-life thing for being yes. 14, right? Yeah. Girls yeah. mature and, and grow faster than, than boys tend yeah, to. Yeah, hit that growth spurt first. It mm-hmm. definitely gives their romance, like, a little bit of, like, power dynamic, where, like, yes. clearly Ulrich is lower on the social totem pole yes. at this moment in time. Yes. Which <laughs> and, I do dig. And also, like, Sissy towers over Ulrich, but Yumi's still taller than her. He's yeah. just just this just this world full of Amazons that Elric yes. could have any pick he wanted. Because let's so face good. it, the alternatives are are Odwick and Jeremy. So like, mm-hmm. honestly, there's only so many games in town. But uh, but Yumi, I didn't feel a ton of characterization from her in terms of like what she lays out on the page. There's depth there, but you kind of have to work for it. I, I thought that at first she was the mature one because, like, there's a scene, I don't remember what episode this is, where, like, Ulrich and Odd are missing a Lyoko event because they're busy pranking Missy, which, by the way, these kids are such shitheads. Like, why are they doing <laughs> That's so mean. Because they can go back in time. They live in a world of no consequences. Yes. <laughs> right. They, That's a good they point. have become unstuck. They're like your they dark went- future version of Timmy. They're like yeah. Johnny in the cornfield. It's awful. <laughs> well, like they, no, one, no man should have this power. Ben, no how, Ulrich should have any power. How would your restraint? This. How would your restraint be if you lived on the internet and whenever you came back to the real world, you could just go back in time? <laughs> it's it's a moot point. I would never have to answer for this. For, uh, <laughs> I guess that's your point. But yeah, I Yumi chews them out over pranking Missy for no reason instead of doing Lyoko shit. By the, but by the end of the episode, she's also pranking Missy. So like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't, didn't come across. She does have at least that, like, Japanese heritage angle that consistently comes across in different episodes. She's the only one with parents, as far as yes. I can tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which well, is the, noteworthy. Yeah, the impression I got is like, oh, here's where we have dumped all our serious points. She is the most serious. <laughs> yeah. She is the most capable. She is the best. You know, yeah. if, if you ignore the constant midriff. Well, she's she's the serious one in the grounded way. Like, Jeremy and Aelita are serious in the fantasy way, but she's serious in that she has actual, like, family dynamics and romance subplots. And Ulrich piggybacks a little bit of that off of her, but she's where it kind of comes from. She's where it sits, all the serious tension in the real world. You could see any of them, like, failing a class as a joke, but she's the only one where you could see that as the start of an episode. That is the instigating. And now now she can't get into the Lyoko because she's grounded or something. Yes. Oh yeah, I was constantly expecting her to be grounded. I just watched an episode with uh she was late she was up past ten PM and her parents chewed her out when she went back in. And that's the only scene we saw with anyone's parents. I'm like, Oh, oh, these kids just like live under a bridge somewhere. Like mm-hmm. I don't think that they school. actually Jim is their parents. <laughs> that Jim's Jim is mom. Jim I is everyone's see Jim dad, mom, uncle shortbread. He yeah. only makes cornbread and mac and cheese. That's all he knows. <laughs> and like burned omelets. But they're like really good mac and cheese. Right, it's they got that. Lot of cheese. It's just lard. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the box. And, you know, the burnt omelet just kind of crumbled on top like a casserole. All right, yeah. <laughs> exactly, ben, like a pop top. Ben, write this down. Whenever we do the like uh, greatest cartoon mom segment, uh, Jim's got to be on that list too. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm committing it to memory. Seconded. We have a podcast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but aside from that, not a lot to Yumi. Um, the romance between her and Ulrich is kind of just like, will they, won't they? And it's like, you have time and space in this show to develop this, and you just choose not to. Yeah, there's, nah. there's, there's, it's so unurgent, this plot line. They could have done it at any given moment, and they just didn't. Um, to the point at which it just kind of characterizes both of them as, 
kind of pussyfooting around it, which is kind of true to life, but also I don't want to watch it anymore. <laughs> I'm just I'm sick. I'm sick of the teenage romances that are will they, won't they? I don't want it. It's really great in the uh, in the live action one because like so he's like okay, I'm gonna tell her like Odd is like telling him like come on man she's right there just just tell her how you feel Fucking and he goes up her. to her and because he is a real human person you can see every little like twisting around and fidgeting and looking at his shoes that he does oh, nice. as he's like Yumi. I'm just I'm just gonna say it and you can see him like hyping himself up and moving around like gonna gotta tell you something you me <laughs> <laughs> yeah but the way it articulates in this show is that he just looks slightly pissed off all the time yeah yes. and all we get to see of their relationship develop is them fighting each other in like some martial arts yeah pretty or, frequently you though know, one of the most metal moments ever again from image problem they get the real yumi out out of that orange bubble in lyoko and <laughs> she's like no you have to send me back but how? And she just oh. looks at him. You're armed, aren't you? And then it just cuts to her coming <laughs> oh, out Oh, I do scanner. remember that. <laughs> I do remember that. That was pretty good. Yes. It was kind of like thinking outside the box kind of kind of problem solving. What I wouldn't give for in the body swap episode, um, Ulrich and Yumi decide to finally go out on a date. And, and they don't tell him. she's in Odd's body. So good. Yeah, well, no. And Odd goes out with him, and he's as Yumi, and he's like, I like all this attention. Buy me free things. Come on. <laughs> like, I would like I, to see I that. I like that that's the lead-in to the Yaoi fan base who is watching this, waiting for Odd and Ulrich. <laughs> Actually, the, that episode, he does kind of do that, and it it bothered me, and that's why Odd is my least favorite character. <laughs> really? What, what, why is Odd your least favorite character? He was kind of a shit when he was in Yumi's body. Like, not very respectful yeah. of it. Whereas Yumi was like, nope, I'm only taking off his shoes. I'm spending the night in his clothes, and I'm making sure his dog gets a very good walk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did, um... did did he, like, pose in front of a mirror or something? No, he was, like, sitting there, like, hanging on Ulrich and got pictures taken in the school paper. Like, come on. <laughs> so that did happen. Yeah, like, hey, hey, you can practice asking Yumi out on me. It's just me in here, dog. Ah, God, I, you know, I, I'm hard pressed to say that I wouldn't do that to some of my friends. That's the level of their pranksmanship, though. They're such assholes to Missy. Why yeah. wouldn't they be assholes to each other? The, the yes. difference between Odd's behavior and that of Johnny Bravo's is that Odd is thirteen or, or twelve or something, and it's uh, like thirteen, I believe. Yeah, I get it, dude. <laughs> John is a, uh, Johnny Bravo is effectively 13. I now, think there's I, an argument to be made. I do want to point out that the show as a whole is a little thirstier than I'd like. We see a lot of, <laughs> like, yes. Missy or Yumi down to their underwear. And it's like, like in the first episode, oh, yes. we see Missy yeah. in her, for extended shots. Yes, that mm. was what shocking. Was, yeah, butt shots. What was the thought process? Is it like, oh, the kids today, they grow up so fast. Eh. I, I think it was actually even more risque before Moon Group was like, nah, like we've got scruples, actually. Listen, guys, we're Moon Scoop, but this is Moon Two Scoops. We can't <laughs> this, handle this. this. Is moon Dump. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm not asking you to defend it or explain it. You can talk about Ailita real quick. Mm -hmm. uh, she's more acceptable to me than Ulrich or Yumi at least yes. um, or or Jeremy to be honest like she's right behind Odd in the in the rankings as far as I go with like likable characters because she's at least believable like 
she's very unground, like kind of out of touch, not down to earth sort of personality, very bubbly, very uh, a little bit naive or innocent, but like she grew up in a digital land. So like I get it. And she's sort of that priestess archetype that we sometimes get in anime where like she's got a special power, but she needs to be protected. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The whole the whole game of Lyoko is basically an escort mission. Mm -hmm. I really liked once she came to the real world and we had sort of that, um, you know, fish out of water situation. Sort that of was really good, actually. Yeah. It, it reminded me a lot of like Grace from El Gunashive. Yeah, a lot. Just like, oh, yeah, I can totally handle all the math and the computer stuff. But, oh, history courses. What on earth is happening? There's a great interaction. You guys have a lot of wars. Yes. And yeah. And everybody else just looks here. at their feet. They're like, yeah. I don't, you know. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Do you have Xana in the real world? No, it's just assholes. I don't know. <laughs> there was this Hitler guy. He's kind of like Xana. Like we didn't we didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. <laughs> I, I was very impressed by the fact that she shares a voice actor with Jeremy. With Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. And also, <laughs> Jeremy. One of the only memories I have from being a kid was like seeing her earring in Lyoko and being like. That that that's one of the fusion earrings from the purple guy. Who's got the <laughs> oh. other one? That's one of the oh, fusion from earrings the, from the purple guy. From, from uh, you mean you mean Supreme Kai? Yes. <laughs> before he uh, before he fusioned with Kabuto as the as the way to like ex- to explain what fusion meant, and then he was stuck like that for the rest of his life as Kabuto Kai. Why do I remember this? Because the earring <laughs> it sticks Cause that, forever. Because those kick ass earrings. Yeah, oh, that's sense memory. It is some nice bling. I like that she's got good bling. She's got pink hair, and she's just she's very sweet. Yes. Um, I was hoping that she wouldn't start dunking on Missy, but she acclimates quickly. Enough. Oh yes. To be fair, Missy dunks on her first. In yeah. What is a pretty great way? Hey, why are you hanging out with my boy Ulrich? Like, who are get, you? Get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This this crew that I talk to all the time has never mentioned you. Yeah, kindly uh, get wrecked though. <laughs> kindly get wrecked. Nah, I'm telling you, man. I I really want to see Missy's home life. I want to see her not getting the attention she needs from her father. Instead, getting like paid off. Instead, like you know, given money, given a exorbitant allowance, so that her dad doesn't need to give her the attention she yeah. sorely craves. Here, Following go, the power framework. Go fuck off at the mall, please. I'm very busy <laughs> playing I'm Tetris so busy. with my secretary. <laughs> I she's told that every day. Yeah, and so. In the in the Power Rangers analogy, Missy would be like Bulkor Skull, and then the Tommy would be William Dunbar, who shows up and sometimes is evil or a clone. God, this character. All right, what do you, give me your give me your take on? So you messaged me and said like, okay, first season is pretty monster week, pretty pretty formulaic, not really a lot of content. Yes, very episodic, not much going on. Right, and I I found the remaining episodes that I watched to equally be that, but I'm sure that if you watched it in length, in aggregate, that makes sense. You told me that there was a character jumping in in the second season known as William Dunkirst, and I wanted to know what your opinion of him was. (laughs) Oh, dude, they went so far out of their way to make him cool. (laughs) Do you remember Shadow the Hedgehog? Yes! (laughs) No, that is exactly. Mid-2000s cool was a very specific Hold thing. Up. Allow me to run through my notes. <laughs> yes, they please. went so far out of their way to make him this distilled b- pile of early 2000s cool guy. He's got kind of a skater so boy edgy. voice. 
a bit like this. <laughs> I can do it because I'm from Southern California, where Nick, where oh, William yeah. Dunbar wants to be from. And like, you're really <laughs> channeling the Greg Sipes pretty hard. He's he is the he becomes the tallest. He's got his shaggy black hair, like it just. He only sh- makes sure to shower like every other day, and he doesn't brush it quite enough so it sticks together. You know how the bottle says lather, rinse, repeat? I don't repeat. <laughs> That's from fucking Lizzie McGuire. God damn. Okay, we're not calling me out on Lizzie McGuire today. That's not what we're doing. That's not Wait, why we're this here. This is all we are doing. <laughs> this is totally okay. I I've cracked remember. the code. These... Hold up, I need to get through the rest of his outfit because I got distracted yeah, by his let him, beautiful let him hair. Yeah, go ahead. He's got you know black t-shirt over a long sleeve red t-shirt with jeans <laughs> That's cuffed a good look. about three inches just to show off the tops the of short his. Pants. Indeed, they are combat boots. <laughs> and when he does go into Lyoko for the first time. He's a big sword boy. They even yeah. give his 3D model pecs. He's got little tiny pecklets on his model. <laughs> yeah, he's got some. He's got some boobs. I'm surprised they don't give him a, a single pauldron. Yes, go, lean more into the Cloud Strife wannabe. It's so. It's exactly the Buster Sword. Yes, <laughs> and then and, and there's and, no other way to put it. And he's such a fucking tool who won't listen. <laughs> yes, he becomes possessed for the rest of the show yeah it becomes sweet bad guy standing <laughs> it's like one of the first things he says is i guess i'm just a little bit of a rebel or so, something yes. that like, like oh this guy's got big try hard energy oh such big try hard the energy. only thing i hate more than the world is myself yeah it's <laughs> um He's got this intentional bad boy foil that just really reminded me of Shadow the Hedgehog the whole yeah. time. <laughs> I completely forgot about that, but you are absolutely right. Yes. B- yes back yes, during yes. his gun days. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, back before I really settled on sword, you know? I, I guess, you know, being sensible just isn't sensible. And then, like, I love how Yumi calls him on stealing song lyrics. <laughs> Oh, you listen to this band too? Yeah, I know they're they're not really well known, but <laughs> whoa! I never really knew a girl who like gets me for me, you know. <laughs> I always wanted. I was always waiting for the right girl to come around and tame me, you know, soothe the wild beast. And maybe that's you. <laughs> that's you, Yumi. What do you got going on? <laughs> I I couldn't get over the fact that like he shows up. He's better than Ulrich in every way, down to the fact that when he's in Lyoko, he gets a sword, but it's bigger. <laughs> yep. And yep. it's like, were they were they trying to say like, okay, guys, we didn't gonna, like Ulrich. We're gonna kill off Ulrich. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we're gonna deal with it. He's <laughs> it. It reads that way. Like I can see that point, but watching him behave, he is such a fucking chode. Like he will not yes. listen at all. Like, I felt my blood pressure rising watching him. Even though I had read the <laughs> breakdown of this episode before watching it, I was like, no, you fucking deserve this, you sack of shit. <laughs> Listen to the people who know. It, I wonder if it. I wonder if this has anything to do with our real world. You know, out here in glorious mm. eye-melting 3D. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm really torn between wanting Yumi not to date Ulrich or have romantic tension with him because I don't find him interesting and wanting Yumi 
to keep dating Ulrich because I don't want her to, like, reinforce this behavior. Yeah, just whatever you do, stay away from this fucker. Please. <laughs> it, it, it also gave Ulrich a little bit more characterization because now he's got the jealousy angle, but he doesn't do anything... That, if I'm honest, it's a welcome relief because a, it's some little shit. He becomes shittier about it. Yeah, they're, he's he's an asshole. He does both, not behave well. They're both so shitty to each other. They should have an accident in the teleportation booth, get fused together, and like have a personality grown he's out of that where man. they have to deal with it. Yeah, he's just dickish enough to treat me right. Hang on, I have to look up because <laughs> I saw find, there was. And then they find each other hang yeah well uh, the, funny you should mention that there's definitely some uh yaoi energy to a lot of these male relationships in this yes, and i want like i could I, totally see Ulrich and odd being a very very adorable gay couple there's a fan base for yeah. it well, hang on a second i'm gonna read i'm gonna look up yaoi code lyoko because then we're gonna be here all night I, i'm gonna call it right now Fifteen thousand results minimum then, uh it's over a million. million oh shit yeah hang on. i forgot the internet it seems to be mostly it seems to be mostly Oddwell and Ulrich, yes. which I buy. They're adorable. I buy together. whole cloth. They're cute. They're just they're they're very cute. They're like um, they're like uh, Robin and uh, and Wally West from uh, from Young Justice. Sure, they got that same kind of comfortable around each other, comfortable like putting the hand on the shoulder, like the odd move of the over the shoulder. Hey man, I just want to tell you. I like your face, you know, like that that kind of maneuver that he does with his guy friends, but not the girlfriends because it's weird. Yeah, I'm way into it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like their relationship. Um, oh, and I, that one's got the cat tail in it. Yes. Very good. I, I, yeah. Send send me that link, please. <laughs> Allow me to fetch this bottle of lotion from off screen. <laughs> Don't mind me. Just digitalize. Uh, oh, why did you say you liked Code Lyoko again? <laughs> so, oh, because oh, wait, the, the mind back. G- moving along, uh, I think that's all the characters, just because Xana's such a non-entity. Yes. Yeah, which is a shame. Where, where I, I'll, be... I'll say it again. I would have loved it if Xana turned out to have been William all along. Oh, I'm telling like, you, I think it's Jeremy. Just... I think Jeremy made him up. No, Xana <laughs> just like finally figured. Because Xana, if you watch Xana's attacks, Xana is kind of a goober. Like, okay, I'm gonna try it this way this time. They'll definitely not. Oh man! They'll definitely not stop these dominoes. I'm gonna create a zombie virus. Those little robot cockroaches. <laughs> we have to talk. No, actually, we do have to talk about the robots. Yes, I fucking love the monsters. They, they, they come in several flavors. And if you don't mind, I'd like to list out the flavors that I saw mm-hmm. with the nomenclature that I made. <laughs> First. Nubbin with legs. Kinkralat. <laughs> These are the little egg-looking things with the tiny pincer legs. Yes, mm-hmm. it looks like maybe a skull, maybe a nautilus shell. It looks very top-heavy. They yes. look like toddlers. Yes. The job is to alert the main characters that Xana is aware of their presence and is going to attack soon. Mm-hmm. Feel free to knock these out in the meantime as a, as a little uh, a little bon appetit. Here we are starting off with hors <laughs> 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 they they look like they look like hors d'oeuvres. They got hors d'oeuvre energy. Uh, next is box of lasers, which oh, is just a, a a buddy. He's just a companion cube with lasers inside. Yes. I, Alex, are those the official names that you have there? Yes. Nice. Cancrelat from the French word for cockroach. So cancrelat. I like that. Hmm. That also sounds yes. like Goku's name. Kakarot. Oh. Yeah. Bonus points. Or like a fucking Dragon Ball P. Kira kick kick a kick kick Kermit Electra. 
<laughs> is that like a team four star riff no it is by this animator on youtube look it up i will type in exactly what you need the search terms you need so we can not get okay. sidetracked yes thank you uh ben what's the next one after the box of lasers which i agree box of it's lasers. just like that's what it is mid-size this one has a, th- a threat yes uh the next one is beboop uh what are the beboops they're the bees with lasers. Oh, oh yes. yeah. Yeah. Uh, fourth is uh, Nuke Egg, which is like the box of lasers, yes. but it's yes, egg. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, with the Mega organs tank. inside for no reason? <laughs> with the slight organs. Yeah, it's got some little intestinal in it. Yes. The disgusting, not quite muscle tissue, but also not far enough away for plausible deniability. We forgot yeah, what digital yeah. meant. <laughs> it's um, so weird. And my favorite... Oh, that I, I saw at least in the first season. I'm sure there's more of them than this, but my favorite is the Alpha Crab. Yes. <laughs> these are great, great designs. I, I have so many notes on these. These are their own page in my notes. So the monsters... <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Yeah, well. the first thing I noticed watching this again is like, the monsters are kind of upsetting because they are so gross. They are like equal parts robot and like bug yeah. But in a way, like, you didn't take one and graft it onto the other. You took these and, like, put them in a blender and poured them out into a mold, and it came out right. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I oh. I would agree, except replace gross with alien. Like, this does evoke a lot of, this is not of my world. Alien kind of uh, I would say gross. But uh, in season two, when they add more monster types, they become more gross. And like oh, with, okay, in in season one, it's very zerg. Yeah, and like with the crabs is where I first noticed like it's half biological, <laughs> half robot, because like mm-hmm. it's shaped almost like the top of its head body is shaped almost exactly like the you know horrors of the Japanese giant spider crab. Like it is yeah. almost exactly mm. that shape, and it has the weird like Good point. bumps where the muscle attaches on the inside of the exoskeleton, and the little like yeah. spiny sensory things. Uh, it's also very robot, like the blade legs, the eyes, yeah, that are just completely dead and not shiny. It's like uh, Xana got beat enough times, and then the machine learning algorithm on the inside was like All underwent right, carcinization. Girl. <laughs> Google search worst things that exist in the real world and then just throw them in my robots and see what happens. I like the idea that uh, the organic part of it came from like, like Xana's a serial killer who's killing like squirrels in the woods and dragging them into the ethernet. Oh, um, and Zane, now serial killers don't kill squirrels in the woods. No, they well, start that they, way they, before they're serial killers. Oh, they killers. start with the, right, sure. the squirrel like or Le Petit Man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Le Petit Man. <laughs> Um, moving on. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have anything else to say about uh, any characters. And I honestly don't have anything to say about genre either, other than this is just a sexy teens with quest. Uh, I you have, got more robot stuff? I have write-ups oh, you got more robots. more of these monsters. Hit us with a couple more. So, the blocks, the box of lasers you were talking about, has yeah. a texture that could either be stone or bone. Like, if when they <laughs> close up, it has the right, like, roughness to it. It could be either... But the four eyes around it are so smooth and so shiny that it looks wrong on there. And also the fact that they can move so fast on their dumb, like, cockroach legs. Oh, I love that scuttle. That scuttle is a great way to create it. They all have such a good sound palette, too. Uh, 
there are the hornets. They have so many pairs of wings. Like, not like a bug would have them, but like on the cor- top corners of their bodies. It's so oh, yeah, like disgusting. <laughs> yeah, the two Where tails, so like that a... he flies better. Yeah, and they just fly like... Sense. The... Why don't planes have five wings? I don't understand. The... And the... I'm yeah, trying to I'm trying to run through this quickly because yes, this is taking a long time. Uh, in season That's two, fine. in the first episode, uh, I think they introduced the tarantula, which has a pudgy, like ch- kind of jelly beanish body, a head that <laughs> looks like it should op- like it looks like it has a metal top jaw that like comes way out, almost like a mm-hmm. like a dog skeleton. But it turns out, <laughs> yes, the very relatable metric of a dog skeleton. Yes. Well, it looks like <laughs> if you look at a dodo beak or like a dodo skull, how it's got mm-hmm. the round skull, the beak comes out almost straight and then curves suddenly to a point at the end, like curves down at the end. Ben, it's it's Ben, it's like those automatic trash can lids. Kind of. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> it looks kind of like that, except its eyes are on the front where the beak should open and it has no mouth. They have these <laughs> gross, like, sticky little scream. legs that are all laser cannons, and they make this great clank when they step around, and they shriek. Oh, I do remember this guy. And they stare yeah, things you know, down, and, they, and they're and they strong. And when they die, it starts a, a trend where, where the stronger monsters don't just explode you hear a splash like a gross splatter and you see at least blood around them yeah and then they all the parts disappear and then the second season is also when they got the vehicles i wonder if that was like a marketing Mm. thing like make it more gruesome let's escalate we gotta make this more awesome And then yeah. in yeah. Uh, Sector Five, did you all see Sector Five? It's the best. Very much. Oh, you with the with the graboid with the with the with the touchy handsy uh, orb. Uh, oh, the, you're talking about thing? the Skiffazo, which that thing. Yeah, the schizoid. <laughs> Let's start with that one since you went to it first. It every time it moves, it sounds like if you watch ASMR where they have like a plate of spaghetti and it's making that very wet clicky (laughs) sound every time this thing moves the tentacles are not touching anything and they make that sound constantly Mm -hmm. you can see this thing get take many hits and is never defeated it has a very specific job which is kind of story spoilers y but you can Mm -hmm. tell like oh yeah you can see its brain sitting there this thing is made to do one job, and this is the motherfucker that does it. It is so <laughs> gross. It is scary. Yeah. This is like an environmental hazard. Yes. Like, this is a sentry that you have to avoid. You don't fight this yes, thing. Yes, you yes. just try to get around it. Yes. These are the boulders in Anne Orlando. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And then there are the creepers. Probably the most disgusting and my favorite. I didn't see the creepers. I'm going to okay. look this up. They have this like kind of humanoid body. And it's got a flip top head, which <gasps> oh, inside that head is the eyeball <laughs> laser aperture device. They roar and they have these little like stickly arms again with like dentist this is a, toothpicking This is just a necromorph. Hands. This is just a necromorph from Dead Space. And they crawl Bizarre. around on, you know, for, on surfaces regardless of gravity they are also very strong. They have this metal, like, snake tail for a lower body. And 
these ones are my favorite when they die because you get the splat you know the splatter sound and you see fucking guts drop out of them and then they disappear yes oh they're so that's good. incredible they look exactly like necromorphs from dead space like the ones that come up and like like infect dead bodies to make them reanimate with all the crazy like basically make new zombies yeah, these are like I, the i've the, read the about ones dead that space that. and then i also but i more recently i read the entire uh mind flare uh section of volo's guide to monsters yeah and so that's the image i'm getting but yes the creepers are so good they're very yeah like they're so strong and also you know the the mega tank with that red muscly goop inside it's so yeah, gross. So, yeah, they get terrifying. they really amp up the creepy on these. Yes, I, I want to talk about that because the the shapes like Lyoko graphically is not that impressive. You know, reboot was ten years ago. This is not all that much better in terms of the I, geometry. I, yes, but, but the lighting is where it's really improved. Lighting, the, and texture. the lighting, the lighting, the texture, and the animation—the way these things move—add yes. a lot to the personality of this world beyond you know just like zone in space yeah this has a definite ecology that you can feel maybe that's helped by the fact that they're going into this place from the real world and we can see the deliberate differences Mm -hmm. whereas like in reboot you know we were in a city and then we were in like this just like kind of uh very tron like space which by the way this is very tron reminiscent especially sector five definite it has a definite ecology of like we're in a, we're on an isometric platform above the void and this one is the forest and that one is the tundra and this one's the desert but like it's it's very clearly delineated zone, like and that one's the yeah so it's it it definitely looks appropriate for the thing that they're trying to evoke yeah yes and that adds up to some pretty good action like when they have to fight these things cuz the enemies look good uh you know you see them in close combat or far combat there's a lot of moving around once they get the vehicles Zane, um, since you're talking about the combat, I'm going to go ahead and clip in the kick-ass, awesome, totally not weird and dumb at all uh, uh, fight scene, fight music. Aye, <laughs> aye. Yep. <laughs> I'm just going to clip that in. You know, it's, it's like video game music. It keeps you entranced. It's not going to be too complicated. I, I will say I didn't really like the, the Oko segments nearly as much as I like the, 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 the traditional 2D animation segments, just because I got, uh, I think the novelty ran out on it fairly quickly for me. I, like, mm. the first couple of times I was down with watching Odd do some flips yes. and fire laser arrows and stuff, and then I just got kind of bored. I, I couldn't see that point, but I'm going to be your guys' worst customer right now. I loved every <laughs> second of this show in nice. both worlds. Especially <laughs> I appreciate in like, that uh, they let us go back and forth between it. Yes. Like, it, it was really good for, like, building tension when you would be, like, seeing fighting and then, like, seeing one of our heroes in mortal danger in the real world. Yeah. And I yeah, also like, love uh, that move. Like, there are some very good moves that they do in combat. Like, one of my favorites mm-hmm. from Yumi is when she, like, jumps up on the back of something large and just does that uh, X, like, just scratch. Yeah. Just fucking... <laughs> what is that called in in martial arts? The guillotine, maybe yeah, that maybe. like cross chop like just this? buries those fans like half their diameter into whatever she's standing on top of, and you see the light bleeding out of it, and then it explodes. Uh, Odd has uh, a you... very good move he uses against the mega tank, 
where you, where it like opens up to fire and he like just jumps right on it and shoots it point blank and you see yeah. the tank like rock back as he lands on it. <laughs> and he just it's like, yeah, ah, no, my organs. Why did I expose it's like, those? Why did I have those organs there? Why are they all next to <laughs> why my Why do weapons? I have them at all? One could argue. <laughs> well, you can't I am a living bomb. Outside, obviously. They oh, ought to no, be inside that adamantium. Mistake. Makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, the animation was good. I do agree that it war on me i think they they're not above reusing some animations oh, yes. especially for like odd firing things from a distance like you don't need to re it's in the same power rangers vein yes yes there's there's also uh something that i thought was more funny than bad but like the interstitial like they remix the uh the initial oh, soundtrack yes. the, the intro and do like bum, 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 and like show one yeah, of the characters little, little like title cards where commercial breaks would have been doing like their idol animations and ulrich's looks so dumb yes and his (laughs) sword face looks bad (laughs) he's just wiggling it it doesn't look like he knows how to use it just can't handle it it's very funny uh oh shit i'm sorry i forgot to annoy you again i ulrich's best move is one they show in like super slow motion i think it's only against blocks where you see him like jump and you watch him articulate from jumping forward kind of throwing his foot out like a flying kick brings his sword like right underneath his foot you watch him plant it all the way to the hilt inside the block kick back off and like do a cool flip yeah that's so power rangers it blows my mind up to and including the fact that like the improved putties had like the z's on the chest yeah so you didn't have to so you could actually watch them disintegrate and go away these guys all have targets yes and and they they do the slowdown sometimes which is really good use of the 3d style because that's a computer you can control the speed at which things go so like if you decide oh this would look cooler if we slow down here and here just to emphasize the point of impact it's really well thought out yes or have we referenced the matrix enough with those pan all the way around shots yeah the mate the matrix was a thing or those ridiculous (laughs) like helicopter shots they'll do because like they just decided (laughs) well this is 3d we might as well just they just pump all the steroids into our camera They just put Lockie to with the camera wherever he wanted to go. They just let him off the leash. The um, I think that the Adrenaline time aged pretty poorly, but if there's a show for it, this is probably yes. It. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I recognize that just me looking from the future, looking back, being like, why are they so luddite? Yeah, but uh, this, you know, it's not really their fault. I mean, this is the most appropriate. It's it's basically Matrix babies. <laughs> can, can I talk <laughs> Matrix about Matrix babies? <laughs> I would watch Matrix that. Like little babies, little bobble-headed tri- uh, Trinity. Yes. They're humanity's last hope. <laughs> just give odd Neo's giant. Agent Smith's uh, just the legs. No, give odd Morpheus's like alligator skin trench coat, the super shiny with the scales. Yeah, but same voice, <laughs> the same upbeat voice. Yes. Hey, you want to take the uh, red pill or the? Oh, or, 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 I, uh, I dropped it. I'm sorry. I dropped it. Uh, somewhere uh, around here. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> god those are tic tacs do i didn't even realize i had pez do i know kung fu wait do you know kung fu oh man kiwi no, do i know kung fu the sweet half gainer i can I, do i do that. love i do love the honesty of children reacting to a new world and just hyper focusing on the coolest aspect like oh shit i got some ninja gear this rocks yes it makes sense to me um i uh, can I, yep. uh, I want to mention in the, 
another thing that is very uh, could only work on this show is the I think intro song. If yes. we can move on there, um, sure. Which is really two thousands. <laughs> It took look. It took me getting used to synth into auto tune, but I did get used to it. It's the only way you can do a digital world show, right? Are you asking me? Are you asking? I'm asking. I'm asking. You're you asking guys, the room. Like, that like, felt yeah, rhetorical. Well, like, yes. <laughs> that really it felt like you were like. Oh, clearly. But also, yes. Like I don't have anything. I, I don't know how you do it in a way that isn't auto tune, like in Digimon with the digital world. <laughs> that thing. It felt World. similar to that, where like we're we're trying to connect to this idea that this is a new mode of existence, and we need to flip the script on what we know from traditional musical inter- intros. Well, if if you ignore the code Lyoko like digitized thing, mm-hmm. like it does sound sort of like a prom song, like here we are going far to save all that we love. <laughs> but it's it does still have that auto tune in, yes. it. like even with that. Does it? Yes. Yeah. And I guess I don't know what real human voices sound like anymore. A bunch of synth on it, on top of it. Yeah. Well, you know, it accentuates. That was the style at the time. I it, assume it actually <laughs> does fit. Like, I don't think it. It doesn't age as poorly as the adrenaline time does. I actually got pretty into this intro music, to be honest. It took me a bit to get used to, but yeah, I, I got there. Yes. Um. Yeah. the The main thing that I didn't like about the music was the fight music, just because it didn't feel very high stakes. <laughs> I yeah. I might clip it in yet a second time so that everyone realizes just how undramatic it feels to be fighting with this going on in the background. But it but it's it's fine. I I enjoyed a lot of it. I preferred the Xana music in the real world. That's why I put yeah. three different samples in that list I gave you. <laughs> That's the uh, Godzilla stomping around fart trombone music, right? Uh, one of them is. I really like the one that's titled Xana Fast in there, and it's. You know, ben, Ben's p- on a Godzilla kick. You gotta let him finish. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. It's Go got ahead. the piano like just wandering around on the deep keys. It sounds like a spider walking after you. Or they've got the the very high like uh the very high strings. It's very like kind of wavering, and it's usually like oh, so one of one of the oh, one yeah. of the team's been taken, and we don't know what terrible fate they've been left to yet. Yeah, there's yeah. this is a lot of real spidery music. I like. I like. Yes. Yeah. Uh now compare that to the uh dialogue, which, you know, we talked a little bit about their snarkiness earlier, but there are a couple aspects of the dubbing that I think are charmingly wrong. Um, <laughs> so do you remember Speed Racer? In what capacity? Never saw it. Where where so Speed Racer and the other characters, it's kind of famous, like this early anime adaptation of like speaking English unnaturally to match the mouth movements. Yeah, with the haha at the end. Yeah, with like yeah. The really talking way too fast because there's more syllables in a Japanese sentence on average. Yes. And it's it's just very clear where this was shoved in and it's not natural. And it was the most noticeable with Jim. I I'll grant you that Jim's <laughs> lines are pretty, but you know what? They actually account for that in the fact that it is with Jim, and like he's supposed to be a, like an out of touch old person. Uh, I feel like you can read a it. lot of that. <laughs> I think you can read a lot of that as uh, he just doesn't know how to communicate with the with the youth. How do I reach Maybe. these kids? It's, 
<laughs> each of these kids. Yeah, I I can't think of a specific example, but if if you take a look at it, I think it shows through pretty quickly. Like the first episode, I felt was just like, is my computer visual like a half second slower than the audio? What am I missing? <laughs> I did not notice this at all, but I also do not. I, notice I don't think a lot that this dialogue is. I don't think this dialogue is generally bad. I think it's worst when they try to inhabit some sort of slang or like when they're dissing uh, Missy. Oh. Mm-hmm. When they're doing, when they're having a dismiss party. Yes. Um, it, Mary dismiss. That, that is Mary dismiss. I think it's the worst when we try to do that. When, when, they're, when they're trying to be edgy or, you know, hip. Yeah. But when they're just talking to each other, I feel like it's fine. Like they just sa- they do sound like normal kids, which yeah. is the aspect of the show that I enjoyed more is the 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 2D teen drama thing. The normal kids part. Mhm. Then you should like, check I, out the live action one. No, that, that I think I'm okay. Cuz they're actual awkward teenagers. Uh, I've got enough of that in my real life. And they're French. Oh, well now we got a <laughs> now we got a now we got a reality show. What did you guys think of uh the main I think it's the main theme that appears. The little, like, jazz organ with, like, just the little kind of... Yeah, like, walking around music. It's on jazz organ, so it does not punch that hard. And But it's, I always it, thought it was like, huh, this feels like it's from a different decade than this show, but I can't place it. It, it, it was kind of like stock music. Yeah, it's so, it, like, but it you'd sounded, expect to see it. The jazz organ almost sounded like funk, like it was going to warm up into some funk. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and that just never did. Yeah, it was like, huh. Somebody slapping the bass. Yes. I honestly don't remember this track that uh, you're referring to, uh, but I will put in, it in. You guys talk music if you need to. In the list I gave you, it's labeled Kadic 2. I think you will recognize it. All right, I'll go to Kadic 2 then. And also, I love like how they have their own little like nods to more cartoony things. Like if there's mm-hmm. like kind of a light bulb moment, they don't have a like a toaster finishing kind of ding or anything. It's just a little flute trill. Yeah. yeah, they they use they they're very well versed in the standard knowledge of cartoons, and yeah. I think the fact that they lean into it in the 2D world makes the 3D world and it's more like non-instrument like synthesized sounds uh i think that adds to the difference stand between out those. More. yeah it stands it, out it more. honestly uh, i'll be honest a lot of those like common uh sound effect western animation sound effect treatment gave me a little cognitive dissonance with like there's one moment where jim says something kind of stupid or or dumpy and there's like a fart trombone yeah, kind of flourish the, and wow, like that's wow. in the same sh- that's in the same episode <laughs> yeah and that's in the same episode as teenagers taking their clothes off in front of each other and i'm just like i, I don't really these these don't go together that well do they oh well then how about really when... sure about the tone of the whole piece uh how about when jim's wacky for an entire episode and then has a dire last stand fighting off the cockroaches with a nail gun yes and you <laughs> laying there like very heroically like still egging them on like oh like he's clearly about to die yeah they need to return to the (laughs) get back to the past now (laughs) i love that they uh that he tries to warm up to them in that first season when they like kind of all come out and like kind of finally understand each other first time that he like light like uh lessens up his guard and he's like 
why don't you call me Jimbo? Oh, my like, friends call me Jimbo. All my friends call me Jimbo. That's very cute. Yes. I love how when he's lurking he's and like an watching them, like child, uh, they're up to something. And then the principal like calls him out, like, "What the hell are you doing?" And he's like, "No, principal, you don't understand. These kids, these, these kids are up, to, up something. to something. And <laughs> they're up to something." There's an episode <laughs> like, where he has like, "Dude, a that's log not a good reason." He's like, they were all absent on this day together, and then they were also absent all together on this day. <laughs> like, dude, chill. And I think <laughs> that kids. I think the that Stern and Delarobia are hiding something in their room. <laughs> He's like uh, from uh, uh, not. Oh my god, I can't remember teen movies. The one where the guy just doesn't go to school for the whole time, and like the Ferris one Bueller's principal keeps off. on trying to track it. Yeah, Mister Bueller. Yeah, <laughs> Mister Off. <laughs> Mr. Off. He was trying yeah, to turn um, it into a day on. <laughs> yeah, just carpe diem, my dude. Um, oh, the French. Yeah, the Fer- Ferris Bueller's Day Off is kind of, the, that's the principle from Ferris Bueller's Day Off is what he reminds me of. Taking his job way too seriously. He's been demoted like all the way down the school board. <laughs> right. He's not that, he's not that official anymore. He's like the gym teacher and that's he's it. The like, gym I don't know why he cares this much. everything else. He's like rancid rabbit. Like, do we need an obstructive adult here? Or cousin Skeeter-esque, angry <laughs> white where guy, he goes. <laughs> Yeah, where's this guy? And who just where's always this has a bandaid on his face? Yeah, with a bandaid oh, on his cheekbone. The bandaid over his nose, like he just got out of a Fight Club a the other day. Tennis sweatband and his sweatpants tucked into his socks immaculately. <laughs> yeah, show me one episode that's just Jimbo's Fight Club. <laughs> yes, I want to watch Jimbo. Rule number twelve: fights will go on as long as they have to, as long as they need to. <laughs> No crying, Uncle Jeremy. I know you got a fighter spirit in you somewhere. Do they really have to it. go on as long as they have to? <laughs> you said you wouldn't ask questions. That's right, Bill I... As long as they have to. <laughs> yeah, I, I do love Jimbo. Like, they give him a lot of clear characterization and Ulrich very little clear characterization. Yes. And that's just very, like, the contrast is alarming. Um... I do have one other thing to say about the action, uh, specifically the dialogue during the action, which is there can be a disconnect there between mm. what they say they're going to do and what they actually do. So, like, it, this one time, Yumi, Ulrich, and Odd are, are they're fighting a big monster. I don't remember which one. Ulrich says, on my signal. And Yumi says, I'll strike first. And then Odd says, and I'll keep it busy. Yep, I, I remember that. Ulrich gives the signal. Nobody moves. Then when they do move, Yumi keeps it busy. Later on in the scene, Odd says, Odd says, what does it take to take this thing down? And he's not landed a single hit yet. (laughs) Like, there's something going on in the way that they're adapting this. Yeah, this is probably pretty early in the way of dubbing, especially from a place that isn't from Japan. Like, I think they were just kind of figuring, like, working the kinks out of the whole dubbing mechanism, like the, the infrastructure in 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 those in those ways um i guess they just didn't quite nail it see i think the um script had a a section a chunk labeled cool action sequence here (laughs) and then the the dialogue team just did not talk to the animation team at all (laughs) don't give the animators more to work with they're a pain enough as it is (laughs) we're just gonna put in words as, as well we can yeah, that that does sound probable. It didn't, it didn't bother me because normally when the action was happening, I wasn't paying too much attention. My like, brain was turned off in in Lyoko. Yeah, yeah, I didn't care. Yeah, you you upload it and you're just a vegetable on the uh, on the couch there. Right, no, I'm, no. I'm like from Shadowrun or Creepily something. Creepily enough, you are physically taken into the computer. 
Which... Yeah, that was the plot of the movie Taken. <laughs> yeah, well... I... I've been taken into the internet. Par- parenthetical, into the computer. <laughs> yes, I'm in the computer now. That's what makes this... You've yeah, got I was mail. on a Soma holiday. mystical supercomputer even crazier. <laughs> not, you know... <laughs> Not just because it contains a rewind button for the entire world. Yeah, okay, so I'm in a computer, and, uh, oh boy, alright, so there's a time mechanic, and there's these, there's, like, these organ monsters, I, okay, I gotta draw you something. <laughs> I gotta draw you a map. You get but yeah. sweet hologram. I, I, I like the way this show's pieces come together they don't always mix and match perfectly well and some of the like characterization is a little low here and there but it all comes together really well i i found myself drawn to this i'll i'll admit that i i was coming in kind of lukewarm because some of the parts hit me not great like i didn't like a lot of the main characters like the 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 core team just really bounced off of me and that kind of those teens can only have so much personality yeah in these shows kind of way I'll admit that the reason I was so invested is because I liked so much of it. And I can totally see being back in the Toonami watching days, you know, back when I was filling my, cramming my gullet full of D- Dragon Ball Z and Hamtar. Whatever like, was on. This would definitely be on the roster. <laughs> and Gushers. It would. Because it's more mature than the general surrounding Western animation at the time. And it's doing some cool, innovative stuff with 3D. Yeah. Like, and it's actually got a decent plot behind it if you don't think about it too no hard, never which i didn't for the entirety of watching this because how could i uh it sounds almost like we're about to wrap up so i'm going to fuck i think we're so heading I'm there. going to fucking uh you know tree branch into the spokes of your bike here <laughs> do it questions. no yeah please Love i'm it. just uh yeah i'm getting tired so i was trying to go there but if you have other things to say please i, put them I have in. a list of four mm-hmm. questions i tried to come up with five Ooh. like uh is it yin Ian from of Pirates of Dark Water. Oh right. Um, oh, James. Uh, James. yeah, James. I think. James. Yeah, yeah. So you're giving James. us four questions because that's how many main characters there are. Well, I tried to make five there. and I just couldn't hack it. it it's less cool than that. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so, <laughs> all right, Shoot. gentlemen, what is your favorite sector of Lyoko? I like the forest one. It reminded me of a uh, Sonic Adventure Battle or Sonic Adventure Two. Like <laughs> oh, uh, the... it reminded me of like the White Jungle, and uh, that was just a really fun, fun location. So I got some vibes off of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's good. a dumb reason, but it, I, it is true. <laughs> forest was good. I liked um, I liked the the Arctic, the ice uh, sector. Uh, what was it called? Ice sector. Yeah, mostly because like okay, forest. We're con- we're gonna see a couple of the jobbers. You know, oh. we're gonna see the cube boy and maybe one of the egg bombs. Yes. Ice ice seemed like that's where we started to get kind of anything, and it can come from anywhere. Like, yeah, you, you can can't see it coming, coming from a from long distance away. You can't just like, all right, you plan to attack them. You do this. It's just like, oh, monster all of a sudden. Yes. Oh, you know what we forgot to mention, because it doesn't actually matter the construction of the show, is that each of the characters have like this weird telekinesis power of some sort, like some weird psychic energy. I honestly didn't see it come up that much. Well, Odd has like that little future vision thing. Aelita can materialize stuff into the world. Um, Yumi has telekinesis. And then Ulrich is is more of a guy with swords. (laughs) He is more More guys, more swords. Sword boys. Two swords, two furious. He saw one piece, and he's like, hey, this bro has three swords, but I don't have that many hands. What if I was just three people? <laughs> yeah. Each with I'm a sword with three boys. Each of them has one sword. <laughs> yeah, I'm a sword with three boys. 
This is how the Hydra happens. <laughs> I I did. I was a little derelict in my duty. I didn't really check out Sector Five. What what, what was kind of the deal of that? Uh, it's like the energy temple. You know, you got the four basic elements, and then an energy at the kind end. Of. It it represents in a very Tron way. It is like the other sectors would be the equivalent of like your desktop. The core sector is you are all the way deep down to the ground floor of the hard drive right. reading the source it, code of your this, operating system is this where the digital c was uh the digital c is everywhere like any shot where you look down oh, except for the mountain sector if you fall off you are cast into oblivion and you're and you are lost forever Hell which yes. leads to a few tense <laughs> moments where like somebody falls off and you see like odd shoot them before they like yes. hit the water <laughs> It leads to some ontological curiosities, yes. is what it does. It's also, <laughs> let's move on with our questions. William Dunbar lives, and he, every time he just splashes into it, it makes this great, like, half splash, half explosion sound. Like, it just spikes the capacity of the mic that oh, was man. nearby. When he shows up and they're fighting above the digital sea and he's flying with the use of his giant sword and they knock the sword out of his hand and he reveals like, oh no, I'm just flying anyway. Yeah, I'm just levitating <laughs> I can fly now. Get good. This is just what I do. <laughs> you know, I never thought that gravity was for me. I feel like everyone else is just too tied down. You know, all the rules. and Pay attention, William. You are my thrall. You shouldn't be able to do this. <laughs> Whatever, nerd. You're not my real dad. <laughs> but he is his real dad, and that's the turn. And he's all of our fathers. Uh, next yeah. question, yeah. Next question. Uh, I noticed a lot... Of... Oh, shit. Whoops. I answered the wrong question. I've tacked your answers to the wrong question. Oh, you're, you're, you're grading uh, us? What is your favorite monster, Mental Gen? Oh, a, uh, cube. Laser cube. Easy. Oh, it's got to be organ egg. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be egg with blood in it. Are you yes, kidding me? That thing is so good. <laughs> Microwave that bad boy. There's a blood moon and a blood egg. <laughs> blood can be used as an egg substitute yes, if you're desperate. Yes, the protein composition. <laughs> it's like it coagulates in a similar way? Let's say yes. Okay. And not ask further questions. <laughs> Very good. Okay. I wasn't planning on Question it. number three. And also talking about the Mega Tanks more reminded me of a beautiful moment from the finale of season one. Where right. the mega tanks are trying to destroy the tower, and Ulrich, you see Ulrich blocking it, but it's a laser that goes, that radiates outward in a circle all at once. Oh yeah, it like slices at him, and he blocks a vertical yes. slice that is easily the size of of a of the Chrysler building. Yes. And he just and like you see it pushing <gasps> him back, and then it cuts to Jeremy's screen, and you see Ulrich still taking damage, even though he is fully <laughs> blocking that thing. Oh, I got such, it. I got a grip yeah, on that it. That was such well, a good, up like, yeah, yeah, it's it's a laser convection. But it gives you a very good sense of like, oh fuck! Like I thought these things were bad news, <laughs> but now I realize just how bad news they are. <laughs> I don't think they know what lasers are. <laughs> no, and also I love the fact that it is just the Tie Fighter blasters from Star Wars for the sound. Oh, it's almost a beautiful almost exactly. sound, and it works yeah. so well. Well ripped. All right. All right, so what was the question? Uh, third question, sorry. Tangents. I, mm -hmm. I identify a bit with Nick Robes. I have a lot of thoughts that I can't keep them straight <laughs> very well. I, I understand. Hey, man, like, I, I get this way when I'm on somebody else's as well because I, 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 don't, I don't recognize how fast the time is going. You yeah, know? it's it, it is hard to it is hard to be concise and and, and, and uh, get and as much and do it justice at the same time. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah. And we clearly didn't do it justice, so I've got a lot of catch up for. But yeah, to do it justice, we would have to, like, I don't know, to do a stop motion in, like, beautiful claymation in extremely flat light (laughs) with actual play. I would love it if they went into a third animation, like, if they went into, like, sub Lyoko. Oh, like like how they made a real computer in Minecraft. Oh, shit. Yeah. Go go another dream deep and it becomes claymation. And then, like, like they go back into, like, Steamboat Willie kind of. uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, if they just keep on kind of recursively going back through the animation through the ages. Eventually, it's just like cave paintings. Oh, no, because it would go the other way around, right? Oh, Lyoko yeah. is 3D, regular world is 2D, and they're like, wait a minute, we are in Lyoko. This was always a computer program, and then they get out of that computer program, and that's the, and uh, that's like the, yeah, that's, that's and the And then they're the on the an endless wall sure. scroll with Aku and his glorious eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, where yeah. did you come from? <laughs> would you like to I'd be my newest say. bounty hunters? <laughs> Gully. <laughs> okay. Question anyway. number three. I noticed a lot of like weirdly specific cultural references. Well, maybe not cultural references, but uh, mm-hmm. of the ones, if you know, I have some examples lined up, but which of these things that you noticed was most jarring? Like in <laughs> season one, episode four, uh, Sissy. You know, Jim says, oh, Jeremy's going to find us. And Sissy remarks, oh, it's good to know the closest thing that Bruce Willis is coming to save us. And that made me double take. Like, oh, Bruce Willis sec. is never far from my Cartoons thoughts. Cartoons never mentioned real goddamn people. I was kind of refreshing, yeah, actually. The I exception like the... is Bruce Willis. Oh, and Einstein. Dodd always calls oh, him yeah. Einstein. Yeah, that's that true. Like, I like that. That's not but that's, like... that's more of a cultural yeah. connection. It's, it's a different level. Point. Or like odds very very clearly dropped by name super tetris he has a <laughs> tamagotchi very clearly in season three yeah and there's a i i did not watch most uh, of these but the tamagotchi would have thrown me for yes a it threw me pretty hard as well there's a a line where like some xana possessed people in the cafeteria are just chucking plates at odd and Ulrich and Ulrich says mm-hmm. now I feel now I know how Tweety feels against Sylvester that's a weird one <laughs> just because that's oh, a deep cut yes. yeah that's very strange I think the ones I, I really oh. just love the like not they're not that specific but just any old job that Jim had because <laughs> it's always like like the disco star in Paco <laughs> Disco like that's not a specific cultural reference, but it's a combination of some very specific ones distilled to its essence, and I I, I love that. Plus, it's more. Gym. It's one of those things they sometimes do in shows to make the like the 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 supporting cast to give them a little bit of depth or some focus for an episode is that they just like make them have appeared in some weird place that we'll never have to deal with, like in um in Scrubs when they have Doctor Kelso was like formerly a folk singer of some sort. This is the kind of energy that that has. Mm-hmm. They just like give him a weird past that will never come up. That's the only purpose of this sentence. Yeah. <laughs> well, the future is constantly being effaced, so the only place we can really pull good gags is from the f- distant past. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimbo never left the distant past. He's he's still in the seventies. And it's possible that like some of the older references were just only the biggest stars kind of transferred over to France. Yeah. You know. Maybe I, I'm kind of glad that they have a deep appreciation of sylvester and tweety because that's an icon for for me so I'm glad that it's also one in france yeah uh so hopefully that answered your question 
uh, close enough. It was a weird, open-ended, very specific. Yeah, I, I don't think I had the catalog to appropriately answer it, but let's get that fourth question. Uh, the final question is almost impossible, so I am butchering it. I'm Ooh. breaking it down into something better. Okay. Well, no, I'll ask it as read. Just, so just, a just lay it out. You would like to improve. My example is like when Xana has a group under his thrall, and you have one of them as kind of the leader, get meeting out orders to the others. They mm. they do that beautiful, oh, it's so good vocal uh, uh, distortion that I just mm. love. Like evil robot voice. Yes, 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 yes. Mm. But I wish yeah, were it you had been shown to be more like telepathic or more of a hive mind like the mm-hmm. most you would see like when xana when william gets xanified and leads an attack on the core of lyoko instead of like looking around to the other creepers in the room and saying ready he said you yeah. know it just kind of like zooms in on his eyes and then you see like first person from his eyes and it just like splits over and over again from every creeper and you just see all of them charging up yeah mm-hmm. Or, like, because it's in the physical world and they can only communicate through electricity, like, instead of vocalizing, they, like, pass a piece of scrap metal or, like, do a little static charge oh, to touch each other. Oh, you see, like, the, they do, or like, they, the they change, like, a different color at each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, or they change into, like, 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 the normal appliances have kind of this blue sheen to them and it all goes red. Like, they could just do a color filter on it. That would be pretty simple. Yes, or even, like, if... Not quite a close-up on a face, but, like, the background kind of fades away and you just see a bunch of binary scrolling out. And then it goes back to the background and then the rest of the thralls fan out and do whatever. Mm-hmm. The, the small detail that I'm thinking of is whenever they have to go to Lyoko, they go down into the sewers, yes. which connects to a nearby abandoned factory. And they all look kind of very clean uh i just wouldn't have minded like a little bit disgusting. of disgusting yeah just like a little personality to Prime them up I, I liked that they do it but it's like it's a long journey scene that they always put in um and i wouldn't have minded if there was a little bit of variety there or like maybe even some plot like uh or um, like oh god little, little easter eggs oh jesus <laughs> there's or so like much, there's oh we didn't roll wall of shit washing down this tunnel we can't make it they found they found they found a fatberg. Or yes. like they realized that they they couldn't get there in time because uh you know they didn't because the tunnel was too backed up with with garbage, and then when they finally succeed and go back to the past, they they you see like a montage of them cleaning up. Like I, I don't know, I would have liked a little bit more. That could be in like the credit more. That could be in, in the credit yes. sequence of them like mopping yes. up or whatever. Just a credits gag of them like oh, <laughs> <laughs> just some splashing. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. I'll be honest, I don't really have any small details. Like, the things that I would change are all Large. pretty, like, fundamental. Ulrich. Yeah. <laughs> it's mostly no, Ulrich. I mean, like, I mean, granted, I would have liked more from him. I think what we needed is more, like, character-centric episodes that have more of an arc to them. Like, Yumi's relationship with her parents and, like, the notion of responsibility. Um, I could use definitely more of that. I, I would have loved more screen time with Odd and, like, whatever his particular you know uh whatever his particular cares and dreams are but yeah yeah, i I don't know i I don't really have small details that i would change about it like they're all pretty fundamental building blocks to the show so i gotta give that one a pass it it is unusual an impossible like weird super fanboy (laughs) question no worries it is unusual that in this show 
attention is pretty evenly split among the main characters. Like, we don't have those one-off episodes where we just focus in on one of them. It's always, like, they're all always involved. And I don't see that much. Yeah. It, it is nicely integrated into their stories. It does mean that we don't get, like, the character-specific home lives, which mm-hmm. I think would have been more additive. Like, like I said, Yumi has the only home life, and that definitely reflects on her character and kind of those innermost desires of, like, being more traditional or whatever, but... Yeah, we we don't get that for anyone else, so yeah. would have been would have been nice, even if it would have distracted from the group dynamic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, yes. yeah, are are we cool with uh, trying to wrap uh, up? We brought up the sewer thing, and there was one thing in I meant to bring up in animation, and that is how sure, they sure. all like have a you know different personality going through the sewers. You know, Odd and Oric do different. <laughs> they both grind on the same handrail, but it is a different grind. Odd yes. does kind of a tail slide. Auric does like a... Is it a Smith's grind when it's just the back trucks? Yeah, it's a very clear Sonic the Hedgehog versus Shadow the Hedgehog expression. Yeah, or when Yumi starts <laughs> out and she just does that super aggro caveman onto her board where she like gets yeah, in sick. Full, into a full-on sprint and then just throws the board underneath her. 360 That's shove real it to rock- boneless. Yeah, real rocket power vibes. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. Yeah, I, I, I like that the little, like, teenager fix to the fact that they have to run through the sewers is like, well, let's use some skateboards. Yeah, and Jeremy has a little razor scooter. And we're already running through the sewers. We might as well be as anti-authoritarian <laughs> as possible. Jeremy's little razor scooter, just to show, like, I'm I'm with you guys, but I'm not one of you guys. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're doing him a favor of hanging out with him. All right, well, uh, I think that we should wrap up here. So, um, yeah, I... I I'm glad to have checked out this show because I had it as a vague spot in my memory and now it's got a lot more concrete detail. And I'm always really glad to look at a show that was not either from the U.S. or Japan. Like this Cyber 6, uh, Oban Star Race, I guess that was from Japan. That that was also French and also from me. It can be discounted. uh, So you loved... You did love Oban Star Racers, then. We have this in writing? Uh, I saw it. <laughs> I saw your favorite show, episode, ben? and the, it <laughs> was it. fascinating to me. Oh, yeah. It just has such an indifferent... Um, they, they bring to it something... Like, they don't know what the guardrails are for Western or, or uh, Japanese animation, and like that opens up the doors to have different plot structures and different character compositions and... It was a breath of fresh air, even though like <laughs> it got stale I didn't, quickly. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it the entire way through. Yeah, and I got it, it did get stale. Yes, it was a breath fresh, fresh breath of air that got stale. Thank you. <laughs> I can't do syllables anymore. Did you know that? Um, yeah, I, I think I'm in a pretty similar spot on the show. I I liked it quite a bit. It was engaging. Um, I I don't know. Um, I'm curious about the greater plot and some of the finer details and progression, but e- e- there's over a hundred episodes, very un- and I'm I can't very even want to wait. I-, I think I might look up like a full plot summary of everything I, that happened. I kind of went uh, through like yeah. first episode of the season, a uh, couple episodes in the middle, finale arc. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That that makes sense. I'm very uninterested in the actual plot of the sh- of the show. Like I I read most of it as a decent teen drama with some fun like tech demos at the end of each episode. But like, <laughs> or sometimes at the beginning, um, like Oban Star Racer. You know, it it was enjoyable, and it's and it's got some innovation to it. Yeah, like Oban Star Racer. Yeah, uh, Alex. Um, but how yeah, did, how did this hold up versus your memory of it? Uh, it is every bit as good as I remember. I started watching this, and I was like, okay, my impulse is to just 
try and speedball the whole thing but i cannot do that under this deadline so let me just like look yeah. around for the episodes i remember being good i'm just gonna slow the slow drip this into my veins <laughs> yeah like after this i'm going to watch this front to back and then maybe do it one more time nice. after that yeah nice yeah, I'm, I'm doing a lot of rewatches myself. Uh, this is not going to be one of them, though. <laughs> I also very much appreciate you guys, like, being on here with you guys. Uh, like, everything, all your observations you brought, I felt like I was going to be terrible on this, but I was able to, like, kind of thread the gaps that you left pretty well, I feel. <laughs> no, you, you were fine. And I'm also, like, ecstatic yeah, th- that, like, oh, okay, this isn't me just liking bad things. Like, these guys like this enough to just not... <laughs> tear into me for for giving them something it's awful not just you liking bad things <laughs> yeah that's an element that's clearly there <laughs> yes. but no no i mean we we both like bad things as well and we just have like i have a lot of affection for like rocket power for example which is not a yes so really <laughs> love rocket power you know uh, and i can't defend that it's just it's in there it's in there it's not coming out okay <laughs> tony hawk got there and he, he he shut the door behind him. He built him. a nest. Dug so in, and then turned into he dug a in his skeleton. He, yeah, he wrapped a he wrapped a skateboard cocoon around himself, and it used Harden, and it's super effective. I don't remember where I'm going. I I cannot is, imagine the fan art that combines everything you just said. <laughs> it's a beautiful Animorphs cover. Oh yes. yeah, <laughs> Tony Hawk into Metapod into giant skeleton with wings. <laughs> yeah someone make it uh but yeah we appreciate having you on as well yeah this was really fun um and i'm glad that uh we got to connect with one of our fans that is uh you know emphatic enough about cartoons that they would want to talk to us about it for like two and a half <laughs> and hours also not someone yeah. you already know and i'm going to kick in your yeah, door so again someone that i didn't ask to... when the inspiration <laughs> yeah, strikes me so you have been warned yeah i yeah. uh, consider myself warned. yes <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah is there any word that people can follow you if they would choose to or uh, i do not have any internet presence yet i lurk everywhere i'm on i just enjoy you guys me show. too do you want to just uh give a give a nice i'd rather not say or uh what is he <laughs> well well i do I have quite a large internet presence but uh i'd rather not talk about it <laughs> i'm working on a concept album right now but it's kind of underground i didn't want to i don't want to give it up before it's time you can find me at all one. of the following IP addresses. I wrote them in all of the numbers because I find URLs a bit too cumbersome. <laughs> I codified them according to the Dewey Decimal System, but not the one you're thinking of. The proper Dewey Decimal System is actually dated circa... Yeah, okay, I'm done. Um, <laughs> thank you for coming on the show. I like show. to imagine you were doing research uh, for that and the page just failed to load <laughs> what you needed it to. <laughs> whenever I say, whenever I like cut myself off like that is because I ran out of words. Mm-hmm. Like, I queued up, I buffered as much as I could, but there was no more processing power to be had. Hey, yeah. that's a weird, like, bullseye uh, symbol pulsing in the middle of your large forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do love the Xana symbol. Oh, it's so good. It is very iconic. Um, yeah, but thanks for coming on, Alex. Uh, Zane, what are we doing next time? Well, next time, we, along with uh, recurring guest Josh, are going to be watching Word Girl, which is on PBS. <laughs> So you know it's good for all ages. <laughs> good wholesome entertainment. Yeah. Uh, Don't you worry good, about wholesome. that. Yeah. Please be sensitive. Peanut butter and Skittles. socks. Slip and slide. So, salsa. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and how about that? And after that? After that, we're going to be walking back to something else that I remember from my childhood, but slightly less French. Bobby's World. Yeah, so how much less French, if you had to, like, put a number to it? The foreheads are smaller. Yeah, <laughs> okay. And end sentence. L- listener, we chose not to harp on it. The foreheads in this show are giant, and they never leave. If you want to, we're have not going to get into time, it. Just Google image search. I'll be honest; it's what should be one of the autocompletes. <laughs> Code Lyoko forehead. There are a number of yeah, it's yeah, a whole meme head. just playing with that. There, the the thing is, it it is also part of that whole. This is not either yeah, Eastern anime US, or Western. Yeah. Like it, it it has a unique visual identity, and I respect that. Without finding it good to look at. <laughs> it, how can I respect something without respecting it? Is there is there a word for that? Give me give me word. I'm glad that word. I'm glad that you thought that you should do this. <laughs> yeah, that they, they they they're yeah they they have a unique visual identity for and sure. That that we can definitely praise that. And then we have um, a unique identity as well. I I bet we do, Zane. Um, <laughs> you can go ahead and find us at by going to our website at cartoncast.com or fancybat.com slash cartoncast and go to the contact page there if you'd like to contact us or give us any uh, give us any feedback on World Girl, Word Girl or Bobby's World. Word, world, word, It's world. so hard. Why is it so hard? <laughs> uh, and if you'd like to give us a show suggestion, you can do so there as well. You can also go to our Facebook page or go to uh the podcast review app of choice that we happen to be on and give us a rating or review because we really like to hear about it yeah. and uh any if any more than anything else more than anything else please tell your friends about the show and we do Get appreciate there. comments to the degree that if you talk to us enough we might have you on i and a firm super fan can second this opinion <laughs> <laughs> and you approve this message <laughs> my name is jim rouse and i approve this message but i'd rather not talk about that after I got back from the Korean War and had that brief, <laughs> that brief, that brief uh, disco era phenomenon, <laughs> I'm here. I'm here as a celebrity, and in between my celebrity fights, my celebrity poker tournaments, I'm just here to say, I really want to see like a timeline of Jim's life. I bet he's been <laughs> in wars. It's like a week by week employment situation. He's like seventy, but has very good genetics, so he only looks forty. <laughs> No, no, he's yeah. like he's also a digital program. Yeah. He's like Homer Simpson. Like every week he gets a new job, and then like there's mm-hmm. a whole season where Homer's just a gym teacher, and he, there's this whole computer plot line. <laughs> no one was sure how to deal with that element of The Simpsons. <laughs> how do we end this episode? Got any good ideas? I can only think about The Simpsons. Oh, Ben, we got to. Um, you know what? We we messed up. Uh, there's been all this computer and electrical energy this whole time. We got to return to the past. We got we got to start over. No, yes. I don't have a witty. What do you want? I don't have a witty way to respond to this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't got nothing. I also Digital am lines. bereft. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, everyone. We're bereft. See you in the digital world. Gavasi <laughs> 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 <laughs>